What's up, y'all? Welcome to the What Is Truth podcast. I am your exquisite host, Mr. Wheezy Poo Poo. Thank you guys for showing up tonight. Let's start as we usually do. God damn it. What's up, Kitty Cat? What's up, Vicky? What's up, Marion G? Miss Hev, the lovely Miss Hev. Hell yeah. F the Tories. Demelza. Secret Squirrel. Miss In the mofo house. What's up, Freddy? What's up, Jeff's wig? All right. What's up, Rotter? Who else we got up in here? All right, y'all. Well, 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 well. Uh, hadn't done a Maxwell stream here on YouTube in a few weeks. A few developments have come out since then. We had uh, the Maxwell trial come to a conclusion. That doesn't mean I have been inactive. I did do a couple of shows. I did one with Addy Ads. He has been the boots on the ground journalist for the Maxwell trial. It was an excellent interview. We even brought up Sean Atwood. <laughs> so if you want to catch that whole episode, go to my Odyssey channel. Link will be in the live chat and in my description here. And uh, Or you can listen to the conversation on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes. Leave a review on those. It, help, it helps greatly. Uh, also, I... Last week, I did an interview on New Year's Day with Corey Hughes, and I've got a lot of feedback, and mostly, mostly positive, a mind-blowing conversation. A lot of minds were blown last week. <laughs> fascinating, fascinating conversation. A little too risque for YouTube, so if you want to listen to that, go ahead onto my odyssey channel same thing with the podcast it's all up there uncensored unfettered unfiltered unscathed all that jazz what's up roscoe what's up old school pete's and uh what's up billy boy all right so we are now back at it like i said a few i just wanted to get those out of the way i i haven't been inactive uh, if you don't want to miss any, if you enjoy the content, a lot of my videos are on Odyssey. Uh, I've got, it says a hundred videos, but I don't think all my streams uh, made the transfer. I think there's a three hour limit and you guys know me. I got that stamina. Uh! And so due to the, <laughs> due to the three, you know, I do streams for four hours, five hours. Ten and a half hours with my man, Brian Harvey. Shout out to Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey showed up to the live stream last week. Hell yeah, shout out to my man, E17 in the house. And uh, if you guys don't want to miss it, subscribe to those uh, those channels. Uh, so, going back to the Maxwell trial, we're going to cover Mr. Nance Andrew as well. There was news this week that one of the jurors may have lied in the questionnaire where apparently one of the questions was if he if someone if he had gone through 
abuse as a child or in his past, whatever. And they didn't want those kind of jurors because they felt it wouldn't be fair for the defense, blah, blah, blah. And their biases would come in, yada, yada, yada. Well, when I heard that without doing any research, any further research or anything, I just heard, I saw the article, skimmed it, uh, heard some stuff on it. My red flags quickly went up. Well, <laughs> you go through the whole selection process and now we could be seeing a mistrial because of this. And being of the mindset that I am, I says to myself, I says something don't smell right. So as I do, whenever I get ready for these streams, I try to do tons of homework, tons of listening, tons of reading and preparation. So for those of you that are not fully caught up, uh, you know, I try to catch you up and get you the best, best information that I can. So I, well, let me pull up the articles. There's going to be some bombshells. Some of you may have already figured this out, but I don't think most of you have figured this out yet. And I'm going to give you that bombshell. It's quite the doozy. So my sneaky suspicions that something is afoot. That's why the name of this stream is called The Shenanigans Continue. Uh, all right, let's go to the first article. What's up, Ms. Lemons? What's up, Amy Theist? Welcome to the stream, y'all. And uh, oh, we after the stream is over, we will go to Odyssey. If you guys want to call in, look in the description, StreamYard link, Skype link, whatever you guys want to use, we'll get the show on the road. God damn it. All right. All right. Here we go. So, Juror and Ghislaine, this is from the New York Post, dated January 8th, 2022. Juror in Ghislaine Maxwell mistrial scandal retains Anna Sorokin's lawyer. That's a pretty pricey lawyer. Who's paying for this? That's what the questions are arising already. So this is a juror, all right? <laughs> this is a juror, and he's already seeking legal counsel. A lot of weird-ass shit. And you'll see some of the pictures here on the New York Post that they put up. The juror at the center of the Ghislaine Maxwell's bid for a mistrial has lawyered up with the attorney who represented the fake heiress Anna Sorokin new court document show. Lawyer Todd Sp Spodic, Spodic filed notice in Maxwell's Manhattan federal case late Wednesday, confirming he would now appear in this case as counsel for jury number 50. All right. <laughs> this is him, right? <laughs> that juror is Scotty David right here with his little mask in a family size cheese it box trying to cover his identity. Uh, who gave a series of interviews in which he admitted to swaying deliberations by recounting his own trauma from childhood abuse. Go away. All right. Sorry, had to kick that pop out. Uh, David, who spoke using his first and middle names, said he couldn't remember whether he revealed his tragic past. Oh, just one. Thank you. Thank you, my man. 
Appreciate you. Ooh, my beard just came in time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ASMR on that ass. All right. On Thursday, he emerged from his Midtown apartment with a suitcase and overnight bag, shielding his face from a post photographer using a giant box of Cheez-Its. How ridiculous is this shit? Look at it. Look at this clown right here. <laughs> Hauling ass with his skinny jeans and a family-sized Cheez-It box to cover that identity. Give me a break. God damn it. Uh... A second juror told New York Times Wednesday that they too had been abused as children and that their story also appeared to help shape the jury's dis discussions. So, as we can see here, was this deliberately done? Was this an accident? Blah, blah, blah. I heard this news and I immediately started to smell some fishy, fishy stuff. There's Cheese It Boy. Uh, kind of looks like a pirate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out to Roscoe. <laughs> Judge Allison Nathan on Wednesday accepted the bid, announcing a timeline for the defense to move for a new trial in light of the issues raised. Her ruling also noted how prosecutors had called for counsel. <laughs> God. I love you, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Swig to that. <sighs> Cheers, my man. Uh, her ruling also noted how prosecutors had called for counsel to be assigned for an inquiry into the juror who has given several interviews to press outlets regarding his jury service in this case. In her order nathan gave the jurors attorney until january 26 to brief the court on his behalf with all the submissions and responses due by february 9th ready for decision there is anna all the prospective jurors had been given questionnaires asking among other things if they or anyone in their families had experienced abuse However, David, a 35-year-old Manhattan resident, told Routers that he flew through the questionnaire and had no memory of mentioning his history of being abused. No, they don't ask you the abuse history. They didn't ask it in the questionnaire, he had told the Daily Mail. According to new segments of the interview published after the bid for a mistrial, when the outlet pointed out that the question had been one of those asked, he reportedly said he definitely remembered filling the questionnaire and would have definitely marked yes. But I honestly don't remember the question, he insisted. His new attorney, Spotic, has represented a series of... Oh, okay, who cares about this? Let's go to this other article here. All right. This was on Yahoo. There's an article on Bloomberg, but you got to buy a subscription. And I don't have enough goddamn Patreons to buy a goddamn subscription, so I had to... I had to find the thrifty way of getting this article. So got it through Yahoo. Whom got it from Bloomberg. That was my way around it. All right. Ghislaine Maxwell juror who could append conviction works for the Carlisle group. As soon as I heard that, all the bells and whistles in my brain started ring-a-ding-a-ding-dong. The Carlisle Group is an investment firm that also has Jeff 
Epstein ties. That is the bombshell, guys. How in the hell in a city in in the city of New York, in New York, where you have millions of people, just to get chosen to be on the jury pool for the Maxwell trial, the biggest trial in our lives, in our history. The odds of getting of being a jury are you probably have better odds of winning the lottery than becoming a juror for this historic trial. And someone with Jeff Epstein ties makes the juror pool. God damn, that is a bombshell that I just found out a few hours ago. God damn, that is massive. And if anyone had any doubts, any questions for Effery? There you go. Let's read this article. Let's see if they go into the connections between Epstein and the Carlisle Group. I already read the article. I already know the answer to that. Uh, let's see. Ghislaine Maxwell, juror who could upend conviction, works for the Carlisle Group. This is from Bloomberg. The juror in the Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trafficking trial whose press comments may result in a new trial for the convicted convicted pedophile quit calling her a socialite i'm getting sick of these articles that say oh where he uh where epstein factually committed suicide uh, and they they still refer to him as a financier no these guys are pedophiles Say it with me, mainstream news. Maxwell is officially a pedophile, a convicted pedophile. Whether a mistrial happens or whatever, this person has been convicted as such. So I'm tired of seeing these socialite remarks all the time. You see this time and time and again, uh, spin jobs. And it's, it's not a conspiracy theory or any of that. We know that Maxwell had ties to these media outlets. And so this could be a way of uh, protecting their friend, uh, throwing softballs at their friend, if you will. Uh, all right. Sorry. Let me get off my high horse. God damn it. Uh, may result in a new trial for the convicted pedophile socialite. Works as an executive assistant at a private equity giant Carlisle Group Incorporated. In a video newspaper interview since December 29 verdict, the juror said he was a victim of abuse. And let's see, we already read most of this. Okay. So we already read it on that last article. I don't want to bore you guys with that. Uh, but I'm skimming it through. So if you guys are listening to it on Spotify, whatever, I'm reading the article. It's all stuff we already covered. Uh, let's see. Four women testified at Maxwell's trial that they were abused as teenagers by Maxwell and Epstein. Scotty David told the Daily Mail that he approached the trial with an open mind about Maxwell, but eventually decided she was guilty as Epstein. I don't want to call her a monster, but a predator is the right word. He told the tabloid following his interviews. Prosecutors asked the judge for an inquiry into Scotty David's comments. 
Maxwell's lawyer said the judge should skip straight to ordering a new trial. This is exactly what this was all about. It is clear to Ms. Maxwell that based on the juror's record of remarks, a new trial is required, the attorney wrote in a letter. And based on the law, this very well could be the case. Uh, okay, here's the other thing I want to write. Uh, the individual is an executive assistant at Carlisle Group. A spokesperson for the firm said in a statement, We do not comment on employee personal matters. How convenient. Now, since these guys wrote this huge spiel with mostly accurate information, well, accurate information, but omitting the bombshell news that Epstein also has ties to the Carlisle Group, uh, that is not very well done. And I'm assuming this reporter who wrote this article had to know better. And so for whatever reason, it is omitted from this article. Uh, okay. So on this article from the New York Post, it's, uh, you guys can read it. It's uh, KKR's Henry Kravis and George Roberts to step down. Uh, it's private equity, not uh, nonsery tied to Leon Black and Associates. But at the very bottom here of this article, the KKR shakeup comes from amid leadership changes at other massive private equity companies, including Apollo and Carlisle. Former Apollo CEO Leon Black stepped down following an investigation into his dealing with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. He was replaced by Mark Rowan, Carlisle Group co-founders David Rubenstein, William Conway, and Daniel uh, left the outfit in 2018 for it to be run by CEO Keeson Lee. Uh, I'm not sure however the hell you say his name, but these connections are everywhere. Uh, w again, what are the odds to be a juror on the Maxwell trial to begin with? And then not only that, but to have one of the jurors that works at the Carlisle group with ties to Epstein to make the cut. Come on, man. Come on. Just ridiculous garbage, ridiculous nonsery afoot. And this whole trial, well, I guess I can give more of my opinion on Odyssey. I don't wanna I don't wanna toe the line here on this platform. This is what I mean. If you guys uh like the content, go to Odyssey. We can be a little bit more uh uncut, natural, <laughs> and unfiltered. And let's see. Okay. Another source for, uh, for Maxwell news is my man. Addy adds, like I said, at the very beginning, I did have a conversation with him about a week ago and it is all up there. If you guys are interested in great show that we did, uh, but you can follow him on Twitter. Well, before we get there. Okay. The Carlisle Group, if you guys are still 
lost as what the hell the Carlisle group even is. Let's go to Wikipedia. They make no mention of Jeff Epstein on Wikipedia. Um, not surprising. But uh, here we go from Wikipedia. The Carlisle Group is an American multinational private equity alternative asset management and financial services corporation. It specializes in private equity, real assets, and private credit. In 2015, Carlisle was the world's largest private equity firm by capital raised over the previous five years, according to the PEI 300 index. Though by 2020, it had slipped into second place. So it's, it's a private equity company. Uh, oh, before I forget, let's watch this video here from RT. And see, you can change the speed on YouTube and on the podcast players. Some people say that I speak too slow and that I... Um, yeah. <laughs> if you want me to speak faster, just pick up the speed on the damn player. God damn it. And there you go. Problem solved. Okay. Uh, I found this uh, video clip on the Carlisle Group and their shady past. Uh, this private equity firm. This rewriting of history by those more interested in profit than truth happens in small ways all the time. When no one's looking, it just happened again. And on this occasion, it involves the John F. Kennedy Museum in Boston. It just received a large investment of $2.25 million from none other than Carlyle Group co-founder David Rubenstein. The Carlyle Group is one of the world's biggest asset management firms. They manage sprawling funds that touch just about every market in the world. They handle buyouts, they invest largely in defense and energy. They have almost $200 billion in assets under management. The Carlyle Group is one of those massive financial companies that are extremely powerful and are also extremely hard to figure out because their influence is so complex, far-reaching, and very much under the public radar. In other words, the Carlyle Group is exactly the kind of company that JFK railed against. There are whole books dedicated to how much JFK was against the growing power of the corporate and banking elite. He had just come into his presidency after Eisenhower left office and had issued his famous warning against the military industrial complex, and JFK tried to heed that warning. Some say that's what got him killed. Whether or not that's true, it is most definitely well documented that JFK railed against exactly the kind of entity that the Carlyle Group exemplifies. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, the Carlisle Group is no bueno. A lot of shady stuff, a lot of shadiness. And the fact that this juror that is now the pillar to whether the Maxwell trial gets a new trial also works for the Carlisle Group, which again is tied to Jeff Epstein. Um, Whitney Webb. She has done excellent work on the whole Epstein, Maxwell stuff. She has covered in depth the connections between Jeff Epstein and the Carlisle Group. So if you guys want more on that, that is another great source. Uh, but my boy Addy Ads here on Twitter. He, You can find him on Twitter at forward slash one. So one, O-N-E. A-D-D-Y-A-D-D-S. He made a video earlier today, and it's here on his Twitter. We'll play it here. Okay, Scott David of Jurgate retains private counsel. Who is getting the check? Why has he gone rogue? 
why the Cheez-Its. He works for the Carlisle Group. So let's listen to what my man Addy Ads has to say on that. What is up, folks? Addy Ads here at Union Station, 14th Street, New York City, New York. Going to get on the queue in a second here. I'm doing an in-person interview today, so it's a few spots. But uh, just checking in here from New York City. Many developments this week in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial slash case. We have had Jurgate, uh, thanks to Lucia Crowley, uh, breaking that story and being the first person to interview Scotty David, who has now lawyered up with a private lawyer. He declined public counsel from Judge Nathan, who is paying for his lawyer. Uh, I think that's a very valid question. And we saw him uh, leaving his midtown Manhattan apartment earlier this week with a travel bag, a box, a shoe box for women's boots, it looked like, and then a family-sized box of Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its crackers. Uh, He was carrying a family-sized box of Cheez-Its. He must like Cheez-Its. Is he still in New York? I don't know, but he's retained now. Private counsel has uh, Scotty David. And... This is a problem, it seems. The fact that he did not disclose truthfully his uh, sexual abuse history as a child uh, on the questionnaire uh, is not good news for the prosecution. Is this juror paid off? Is he bought off? Is he an asset of the Central Intelligence Agency? Is he an asset of the Secret Service? Is he a foreign asset for the Mossad? for MI6, for another intelligence agency that uh, I haven't listed. I don't know. Caroline Andriano, we now know her last name, witness Caroline Andriano, I believe she's uh, mid-30s, married, uh, married mother, I think. Uh, she certainly has children. I don't know if she's married or not. Recently waived her right to privacy and corroborated Virginia Roberts' assertion that she had indeed slept with Prince Andrew in 2001. Big developments. i got to catch this cue. All right. So that was my man, Eddie Ads. I forgot to play the video. Here's the video of uh, Scott or Scotty David running around with the Cheez-Its box. Check out this clown. <laughs> what the hell, man? You genuinely can't make this shit up, man. Are they messing with us? I I feel like I feel like we're getting trolled constantly uh, with these little things. Uh, you got this clown that works for the Carlisle Group running around with a cheese's cheese its box. <laughs> oh man, it's stuff that makes you want to rip your hair out get frustrated but you have to laugh at it because it'll drive you nuts but yeah it, as I st- started the whole Maxwell thing I knew justice wasn't going to be served and I've said it before but some people were relieved that she was convicted I wasn't because I still don't think anywhere s- and, and with this mistrial in the works I'm confirmed by this but when you have all these other clowns, these co-conspirators not even facing any repercussions, justice was never served. So that's my opinion on it. I will expand on that 
on Odyssey. We will see you guys in a few minutes. Hugs and kisses. Yes, yes, I was fixing my goddamn hair. Hopefully there's no issues with that. Holla at your boy. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the What Is Truth podcast on Odyssey, motherfuckers. <laughs> What's up, Marion G? Donating $5 to the cars. Just kidding. Those are five Odyssey bucks, and that's what's up. Uh, as I stated before, you guys get library credits for watching content on Odyssey. And the more content you watch, the more credits you accrue. And by you guys pitching in credits to me, it helps me keep the live streams going. Uh, it costs money or not money, like dollars or pounds, but it costs credits, in other words, to live stream. So by you guys contributing with library credits, you guys help the live streams going because you can purchase library credits as well. I think you could even put your credit card on there and tip that way too, but I'm not asking for that. If you want to, you can, but uh, the library credits is what's going to help because you need a certain amount to stream every time. So to keep these things going, just a quick community service announcement. I don't like doing that shit, but it has to be done. Uh, all right. Who do we got in here? I need to know who we got in here, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Probably the usual suspects. The usual kick-ass motherfuckers. So, on YouTube, we do the Rated G version. Now, it's time to get real. No more shenanigans. No more self-censorship. Shout out to Odyssey for allowing us to be ourselves. And not having to self-censor. So, we dropped a couple bombshells on YouTube. In case you missed it, go back and re-listen. But I'll cover it real quick. The juror that... So if you guys haven't paid attention, there was a juror that failed to disclose that they were sexually abused. And that could be potentially grounds for a mistrial in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. But what wasn't widely reported... And what the bombshell was, apart from that, 
was that this motherfucker, Scotty David, works for the Carlisle private equity firm. And Jeff Epstein also had connections to the Carlisle private equity firm. And as I stated in the YouTube version, what are the fucking odds that anyone gets selected to the jury to for the one of the biggest trials in our lifetimes, you can argue. And not only did this motherfucker get selected, but he also has ties to the Carlisle group. Come the fuck on. When I heard about this fucking clown, and I can say this on Odyssey and on my Spotify's, but when I heard about, I, I immediately smelled a fucking crisis actor. I couldn't say that on YouTube. This motherfucker is a crisis actor. He's getting paid to do this fucking shit. So anyone thinking that the justice system is there for we the fucking people, take a look at that. That is fucking despicable on every fucking way, man. It's it's upsetting. And you almost have to laugh. That's why I played that little fucker, uh, pudgy little bitch, running around with a Cheez-Its box on his fucking head. Uh, I gotta laugh at it. Because if I focus too much on it, it fucking infuriates me, man. This sleaze bag paid off. And... The prosecuting attorney, I mean, they're supposed to be vetted. This motherfucker, sh whoever did the vetting and the prosecution plays a role in this. Why didn't they find out that this motherfucker had ties to the Carlisle fucking group? There is no excuse why this should have ever happened. If justice was being served truly, it's just bullshit, it's just political theater, this whole fucking trial is full rife with crisis actors, fucking bullshit, and in my opinion, this whole trial was just a ruse, if you will, to put damage control, the Epstein story eventually got out, because people kept talking about it, people kept talking about it. Now that it's out in the open, well, let's give, let's pretend we're doing a fucking trial. Let's pretend we're going to be serving justice. But none of these motherfuckers are getting called out. We got Bill Clinton on the fucking plane 28 fucking times, not getting called out by the mainstream media. You got Alan, I left my fucking underwear on Dershowitz, who continues to make the rounds on TV, even though he has been alleged to rape and fondle Epstein victims himself. And one of the most disgusting things that I forgot to mention on the YouTube segment, the BBC, the crooked ass BBC, interviewed Alan Dershowitz to get his fucking take on the Maxwell. How fucking ridiculous is that? This motherfucker was involved and you're asking for his opinion on the fucking trial? Get the fuck out of here. The whole thing's a fucking joke, man. Then you have all these other fucking... See, we, we found out Trump. I had been saying he had been on Epstein's plane at least once. And people were saying, oh, no, no, that's not the case. 
Well, we found out Trump was on the plane at least seven fucking times. And anyone still wanting to backpedal that, you have to tell me why Trump was even on the plane at all. Trump has his own fucking plane. And not only that, in that same week, we found out Trump was on the plane seven times. We've heard Trump on several shows promoting the vaccine. I don't know how much more evidence, but all these fuckers, whether it's Bill Clinton, Bill Richardson on the left, Alan Dershowitz, Trump, Steve Bannon, Alex Acosta, Steve Mnuchin, and countless of fuckers on Hollywood and in the scientific community. You got Bill Gates hanging out with Epstein. Doesn't matter if they were left, right, Hollywood scientists, religious figures, it doesn't matter. These motherfuckers are dirty and all of them should face justice. You can't pick and choose who's going to face justice and who doesn't. The evidence is fucking clear and I'm getting sick of people taking teams. We have to be a team. We have to spread this fucking news. We are the ones that have to pass this news because the mainstream media ain't going to fucking touch it. That's why they're playing these fucking shenanigans with us. Putting this fucking goofy ass motherfucker with a cheese it box on his fucking head running around. And they're playing games with us. And the only way people are going to wake up is if we start spreading the fucking truth. We got to quit taking fucking sides. None of these motherfuckers are heroes. All these motherfuckers are scumbags. Enough of my high horse. Let's get back to the motherfucking stream. Sorry about that. This shit uh, gets me passionate. What's up, Missy? What's up, Hev? What's up, Secret Squirrel, Marion, Demelza? Uh, who else we got? What's up, Thurston? Hell yeah. What's up, Ms. Lemons? All right. Uh, F the Tories. Definitely in the motherfucking house. What's up, Beebs? Uh, Beebs is new. All right. Welcome to the stream. What's up, Fairlie? Hell yeah. All right. Who else? Oh, thank you, Miss Hev. Thank you for that. Uh, lovely Miss Hev sent me an awesome video. I may go into that. Uh, seems like Heather Huxley <laughs> probably fucked with the wrong person. So let's get let's cover some more of this Maxwell shit. And uh, we may get into a little bit of Daddy Gate stuff. Pretty interesting video that the lovely Hev sent me. Pretty hilarious, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, Heather, Heather Turner, that piece of shit scumbag, uh, probably fucked up the wrong tree. Uh, let's see who else. All right. Well then, uh, oh shit. My bad guys. I don't know if someone's tried to call me on StreamYard, but I will check. And if you don't call in on StreamYard. It will be a not so long night. So I, I'm pumped up. I'm ready for for a fun stream. But again, I'm not going to rant and rave by myself. God damn it. <laughs> I need your help. I'm David Attenborough. Okay, we don't got anyone on StreamYard. StreamYard is easy, guys. Uh, if you've never done StreamYard, super easy. Click that link in the description. It will ask you to use your microphone 
you can turn on your camera or you don't have to. You can pull a uh, fucking, you can just put some butt cheeks, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter on Odyssey. I don't give a fuck if people want to ass bomb the stream. I don't give a fuck here. <laughs> this is why I don't take live calls on YouTube, though. I don't want to go through that shit. Uh, but yeah, that's what it is. Uh, 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 all right. Daddy Gate never dies. That's right. What's up, Empress? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Alba. Hell yeah. That's my man. Jimmy Alba. Hey, you call in, brother. You can call in and uh, we'll have a good old time, bro. I just opened my first beer and uh, I know it's early morning in kangaroo land. And uh, shout out to Jimmy for that uh, fabulous. I've never seen that type of kangaroo. <laughs> but uh, interesting kangaroo for sure. Uh, what's up, old school Pete? Uh, welcome to the stream. Yeah, so that and whoever calls in. Let's get you on. Uh, if you want to, if you ever wanted to be on Spotify, and then share the stream to your friends, you can now say you're on Spotify. What's up, Amy W? Amy Dubsack. <sighs> yeah, yeah. The whole shit with these fucking games. Uh, you have the patent for the fucking vaccine with the six six six. They're fucking straight up trolling us, man. And we can't fall for these shenanigans. We're getting played. And the people that don't pay attention to this shit, they they don't care. They don't follow it. But us, that we keep digging into this shit further, that we keep trying to wake other people up, it's up to us at this point in time. There are no heroes, none of these motherfuckers on the big stage that's going to save us. Sounds depressing. And it kind of is. But. Uh, I'd rather give you. I'd rather raw dog you. With the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because. It's easy to feel good. With all these little fairy tales. That. This is going to happen. And that's going to happen. But. Would you rather. Get lied to. In a sweet way. Or would you rather get raw-dogged with the truth? I prefer to get raw-dogged with the truth. Hit it. Uh, just, you know, take it easy. But raw-dog me with the truth. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, Doug West. That's who it was. The one with the fucking ass cheeks and shit. Now, I did mention earlier that... uh see... While we wait and see if anyone wants to jump in to the stream. Uh, uh, while we wait, we will, we will rock you. Uh, I want to play a couple of clips because when I first started my youtube channel and i did some trump stuff there was some people that was mad at me they liked my content and i'm not singling anyone out i got this quite a bit uh so i hope no one takes this personally at all I, this was several people did this 
they wrote comments on my videos. Hey, man, I agree with everything you say, but your stance on Trump is not cool. I don't appreciate it. Lay off. He's he's not the same. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, here we go. Let me play this clip from Katie Johnson. Katie Johnson alleges she was raped by Donald Trump when she was 13 years old. And she is the same age as Ivanka. She was going to go to trial and received threats, decided not to go through. But listen to this testimony. I'll play a quick clip and uh, we'll take it from there. I came to this interview on my free will. No, there was nothing promised to me for doing this interview. Excellent. Yes, everything that I say at this interview will be the truth. Um, I met Donald Trump um, at some parties I attend um, that I was working um, for Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Um, there was about three or four times that I um, had encounters with Donald Trump. I was 13. Sure. The first time that I met Donald Trump uh, was at uh, a party at Jeffrey Epstein's um, mansion. Uh, we were, he was, there was a, um, an orgy going on and he was kind of watching off in the distance. Um, and, <clears throat> and he basically asked um, if I could come over and give him, um, give him a hand job. And at first I wasn't very comfortable with it. This was like my first or second, you know, first party. And I, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't think that that was my responsibility. Uh, but my recruiter told me that I needed to do it. Um, so I agreed to. And um, then he, you know, I, 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 I began to, <coughs> sorry, this is um, a little difficult, but um, before I gave him a hand job, he kind of slapped my hand away and said, um, you need to use a glove. And she, the recruiter ran over and handed me a glove and said, no one touches Mr. Trump's penis without a glove. So I needed to use a glove. I um, gave him a hand job, and then um, immediately after you know he, he had an orgasm, he left, and I didn't see him again at that party. Jeffrey Epstein um, is a billionaire friend of Donald Trump's. That okay? She goes on uh, the whole. I'm going to put a link to this video if you guys want to listen to it. It's 30 minutes long, but uh, I'll make it quick and sweet. Here is. Uh, Okay, so she was. And breaking news involving a woman who claims Donald Trump raped her when she was 13. KKL 9's Peter Dowd is live in Woodland Hills now, where the woman was at to go public less than an hour ago. Peter. Yeah, Lena and Juan, definitely some confusion here since that woman who was accusing Trump of raping her when she was a child decided not to appear. Instead, her attorney came out and said that the woman was too afraid to speak. Media from all over the world came out to hear what that woman had to say. So she was supposed to go to uh, trial and receive death threats and decided not to go through with it. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's do this and we'll wrap up my Trump thing. And it's not to piss anyone off. I want people to wake up. We have no saviors in this shit. This motherfucker is one of them. I've been saying it from the very beginning, even when people thought I was stupid for doing so. I got a lot of hate mail for this stance. This stance in the truther community is not popular at all. Uh, I was in the vocal minority, and I'm not trying to say I told you so, but I guess I told you so. Here is Trump on the vaccines earlier this, uh, just a few days ago, a couple weeks ago, I, I guess. You know, we took care of a lot of people, 
including, I guess, on December 21st, we took care of Joe Biden because he got his shot. He got his vaccine. He forgot. It shows you how unpainful that vaccine shot is. So everybody go get your shot. It works incredibly well. 95%, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well. And I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it. And a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms and we have to uh, live by that. And I agree with that also. But it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine. And it's uh, something that works. I recommend you take it, but I also believe in your freedoms 100%. When you have the vaccine, people that do, and it's a very small number, relatively, but people that do get it get better much quicker. That's a very important thing to know. Uh, they don't get nearly as sick, and they get it. They get better. Lindsey Graham's an example. He said, if I didn't have this vaccine, yes. I would have died. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. Bree, you got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But I recommend it. Okay, enough of that shit. Last thing. Trump took several trips on Epstein's jet flight logs, as I talked at the very beginning. Former President Donald Trump, this is from Daily News, former Pre President Donald Trump took at least seven trips on Jeff Epstein's Lolita Express private plane, far more than he was previously known, according to a newly released flight logs. He has his own fucking plane. Why he was even on the plane, even once, is something people need to question. So there's my evidence. You can ignore it. You can perform mental gymnastics, but that is what it is. We can't rely on any of these motherfuckers. We put these people on pedestals and these pedophiles stand up on those pedal stools. And that made no sense, but it sounded dramatic. So I fucking said, it. I don't give a fuck, but that's what it is. Now you guys are grown. You guys can make your own decisions. But that's my spiel, and that's what's up. Let's see if we got anyone here. Oh, shit. Okay, we do have someone here. All right. There is Miss Head. Are you there? Hello, Head. Hello. There you go. I can't hear you. What's going on? Uh, Do you have me mute? muted? What is that? I might have to leave and come back. I okay. can't hear anything. I, yeah, I could hear you perfectly. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Oh, oh. Dear, hang on, I'll be back. Okay. All right, guys. That was Miss Hev. She will she'll be back. Uh so that's what it is, guys. Again, I'm not trying to piss off anyone. I just want people to wake up. I I have no agenda. My agenda is the goddamn truth, wherever it may lead. Uh Jimmy, call in, man. Let's have let's have an Australian party, goddammit. Uh all right. So Shit, I need to put the live chat in. There's some memes coming up. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a splat up in the house. Hell, yeah. Give me some of the motherfucking splats, y'all. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to piss anyone off. I'm just speaking the goddamn truth. That's all. Don't 
assassinate me for such things. And uh, let's see. Let me add the fucking chat right here. Let me add the chatty chat. Uh, okay, where the fuck are you? Alright, alright. Alright, if anyone wants to call in, join in the conversation. Oh, there we go. We got Hev again. Okay, that's fine. Alright, Miss Hev, there you are. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. Where is he? Why can't I not hear? Oh, yeah, there you are. Ah, man, my dumbass. I'm stupid, Hev. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. You know what? I could hear you, but I didn't add myself into the. That's. Oh, I get you. <laughs> yep, yep. So there we go. It's added. <laughs> How are you? How are you feeling, first of all? Uh, still a bit funny, but, you know, I'll get there. It's getting better. It's just, uh, yeah, just uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be all right. I've been here before. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I tuned into your stream last night and you you weren't doing too good and you even had to end it a little, a little earlier. Uh, yeah, I did. Good. So. Yeah, I haven't felt good for a, over, about a week now, so... Yeah, it just, um, I think my medication, I just forgot for three days and then everything went downhill from there. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. There, there's a subscriber that um, hadn't been feeling good and received good news this week, reached out and shout out to that subscriber. Uh, awesome news this week. Awesome news. They've been fighting and fighting and they got awesome news this week that uh oh good yeah yeah so shout out to them but uh it's interesting times we're living in for sure what did you think about the whole juror thing did had you found out about the whole carlisle group connection and all that stuff beforehand no i haven't i haven't gone in too much into that this Oof. week um Oof. i think before uh, other people have covered it that yeah. I've seen a, a couple of years ago, but yeah, people like Amazing Polly on on Rumble on that. Um, I'm pretty sure they've covered it. Um, but yeah, I haven't. I didn't look into that this week. I was pretty sick for a few days there and just didn't kind of watch much at all, really. So yeah, I've just. But did did you catch that part though where I mentioned that? the juror basically worked at the Carlisle yep. group. Yep. How ridiculous is that? It's a setup. The whole thing is a setup. Hell Jurors, yeah. everything, yeah. everything. That's what I'm saying. And yep. to me, the more I thought about it all day, because I just heard that bombshell today, uh, early, early today, my time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hadn't heard that yet. I hadn't heard one of the jurors was connected to the Carlisle group. Yeah. Yes, and when yeah. I heard that, my <laughs> mind was fucking blown because someone like Whitney Webb, Whitney Webb has connected Epstein to the Carlisle group for years. She's been yep. talking about that over and over and over again and, and the seedy connections to that private equity firm. And yep. when I and then I read that article on the YouTube segment and the YouTube segment did uh, or I'm sorry, that article did acknowledge that. Uh, Scotty David worked for um, 
the Carlisle group, but made no reference to the very fact that Epstein has ties to the Carlisle group. Conveniently yeah. enough, they omitted it. And so when I heard that today, I was like, holy fucking shit. And, you know, when I first heard that there's probably going to be a mistrial because uh, the juror didn't disclose this and that, I my red flags were going crazy. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And, and then for now to know that he he's working for the Carlisle group and the prosecution didn't vet this out. You mean to tell me they because they got to vet these jurors. Both sides have to vet the jurors. And, and yeah, they. They knew exactly what yeah, they were doing. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking <laughs> It doesn't surprise me anymore. It really nothing surprises me with this whole thing. But what I'm what I'm seeing is it's it's exposing it more. By them trying to cover it up is exposing more and more. There's more people waking up now. So all I see it as is the more they try and hide it, the more they expose themselves. Yeah, yeah. And the it, more they try and cover comes it up. Out. Yeah. And same it, with the Trump thing. As I said, if he's involved, let it come out. Well, you know, I, I don't think he is, but yeah, let okay. Bring it all the information and all the proof out and then let us let us decide, you know. I'm sure we're grown up enough to decide for ourselves. But we yeah. need the proof and the proof is not only on the flight logs, but there's more to it than that. What about the Trump? Much... What about the promotion of the Trump vaccines or like? Yeah, no, it? he's talking about a, he's talking about therapeutics. There was a vaccine bought out that was therapeutics until they they um. Well, he's talking, either... he's talking about the COVID vaccine because it was yeah, passed through Operation Warp Speed, and he's telling yes, people I know. To, I know. to get their boost. originally it was all right, but some I don't know whether. They've got their hands on it and all these pharmaceutical companies uh, have changed it. Or there's fake news coming out about reactions to the vaccine. It could be that. I think I think they're all in it. I mean, you have the video of Kamala Harris saying, uh, you know, before the election, if, if Trump uh, passes, if the Trump administration passes the vaccine, I'm not taking it. Yep, now, now, now Kamala's like, you better get vaxxed. You better get... all. It doesn't matter if it's Kamala, Donald Trump. They're all the same scummy. Yeah, guys. but it's even questionable whether they actually took the vaccine. Oh yeah, they probably didn't. You know, some of them had caps on, and and you know. Well, and they did they... get the exemption. Yep, they did. All of Congress <sighs> did. Yep. Yeah. So this, they did here in Australia too. This is what's so frustrating is that. In my That's opinion, why people have to stand their ground. That's what I think. It's making everyone stand their ground. People are saying, well, if they're not getting it, I'm not either. If they don't have to get it, we shouldn't either, you know? It's showing yeah. everything up for the two double standard that everything is. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a bullshit. I've been looking into getting a hat that says, uh, make Orwell fiction again. And, yeah, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, God. And, and definitely the, on my Twitter, I I, I put I was gonna I saw someone have that hat, so that was someone else's idea. I went yep. to look at the hat to purchase it, and when I clicked on the hat, the freaking um, you know, the site the where you make the purchase or whatever said this product is under review and may not meet our community guidelines. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, the irony, course. the irony in having a hat that says "Make Orwell Fiction Again," yeah. having that caveat. I mean, you couldn't get more ironic than that shit. I mean, the whole thing is hilarious. It's a fucking joke. Yep, and, that's uh, what I mean. It's going to get more ridiculous and more ridiculous to people who are already awake, because the people who aren't awake have to be shown what's going on. Yeah. And it's just going to get more and more ridiculous. Like, we're going to see more of this absolute absurdity of them trying to get away with stuff right in front of our eyes, and we all see it. So, yeah. Yeah, we're. It's going to keep going until a lot of people are awake. I'll tell you that much. Now. I think we got a long ways to go because yeah. I, I've said it before that, you know, on my Facebook, I tell family and friends. I talk about the Maxwell trial, the shenanigans going on there, and no one gives a shit. You post yeah. some video of a monkey farting and then taking his finger and smelling his butthole afterwards, and, and everyone's everyone commenting, and everyone t- talks yeah. about They They care about stupid shit. Yeah, But I know. the real shit that is related to all of us, that is important to all of us, that is going to affect not only the present, but the future... Yep. No one seems to give a shit. And yep. that is the most frustrating part about it. Um, well, you see, have you seen um, Black Mirror's episode of Nosedive? I haven't seen that. I, I did watch You should watch that. You should watch it because what that is it? the Nose dystopian. Dive? Nosedive, Black Mirror. Okay, I'll make a note of that. Nosedive, all right. Okay, because that is the fake world that you that we are in for if people don't wake up. Like it's 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 about the social credit system, mm, yeah. And it's about people going, "Oh, hi, how are you?" You know, and just just because you're going to get marked on everything you say, so people are fake as. And there's yeah. only a couple of people in that movie who are real, and one of them's a truck driver at the end. <laughs> mm. um, she's real, and um, her this girl's brother. But the rest of them, and it's so fake and so horrible. That you, if you watch that movie, you'll just go, I don't want to live in that. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's the way the whole thing's going, you know? It's just so frustrating how even people that are so, are intelligent and they just don't see it. And yep. I, part of the reason is just the propaganda is too fucking strong. It is. Uh, and social media has made people this way as well. Well, that's all propaganda. You yeah, know, exactly. You, you could argue because they yep. censor shit that that Goes they don't want anything. out and yep. they promote shit. I mean, how many times when you look at a YouTube video and some of the ads, this show is brought to you by Pfizer, you know, and that's the shit that's getting put out. Even the fact-checking websites. Yep. They're only opinion are, are all biased. And, and they're yep. all biased. They all have commercial interest to these do. corporates and, you know, big tech and, and all this shit. So it's, it's, but that's it's what really I mean hard. by people, by people liking all this, like an, an animal, you know, smelling its own, whatever. Um, that's the, that's the, the show nosedive that we seem to be in. People have lost real being real. You know, and everyone's fake on, not everyone's fake online, but a lot of people are fake online and they only show the good side of their life and then other people are sitting there going, 
my life doesn't look that good, you know, like. <laughs> Just, yeah, it'll depress you even more because, and, and because what you think, you know, you're like, oh, I, I wish I was as happy as that person or, or that person, but you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, uh, exactly. Behind the scenes. Uh, yep. For all you know, that person that you think is living the perfect life could have a shitty shitty existence and they're yep. just putting on a good facade and we have we have no idea but we take that shit and we use that as our standard and turn around and feel shitty about our own selves when in reality our lives could be so much better than that fake life that you that you see yeah exactly see i never bought into that um People are better, you know, people have really good lives and I'm shit. No, I didn't. I never bought into that. I used to like people's um, f- photos and videos if they went away camping or whatever, you know. I'd think, oh, I'd love to do that, you know. And I'd sit there and watch it. I don't, I don't know. But the social media makes pe- other pe- some people envious of other people or jealous of other people. I It, it does. It does all those things for sure. But I also think... It's there for the divide and conquer. Um, yeah, it is. You see, you see videos that go viral, and you have people. You know, it could be what we just went through—the whole Kyle Rittenhouse. You had one yep. side saying, uh, "Fuck that kid, lock him up, uh, throw away the key." Then you have the other side saying, "No, he did nothing wrong. Uh, doesn't matter. He if he was a kid out late night." He didn't do nothing. So shit that polarizes people and very few people are in the middle and look at the thing. I I try and I could be wrong, but maybe I'm being biased on myself, but I try to be down the middle. I'm like, okay, that makes sense from that side. That other point on the other side also makes sense. And I try to look at shit down the middle, you know? Yeah. But the problem that I see is people get too fucking tribalistic and this is my team. I agree with 98% of what my team says. So whatever they say, I'm going to fall in line with. And that's what happens time and time and again. And so no matter if something may feel personally uncomfortable, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a, of a good, of a good example, but it could be anything and it doesn't have to be on the left or right. Both sides do this. But yeah. there there could be an issue at stake. And maybe personally speaking, you may feel that, ah, man, I don't feel good about it. But my team is saying that I should feel this way. And a lot of people, unfortunately, go and end up acting out and feeling the way their team wants them to feel. And so yeah, that's I don't what I buy think. into that either. I don't yeah. agree with everything on the right. And I don't agree with everything on the left. Yeah. And, and, but I think that's what social media is good at. It's, it's yeah, those it is. emotional, emotional charged uh, topics. That's because mainstream media have branded anyone who's even slightly right of their thinking as far right extremists. I could be a right winger, according to yeah. You're news. a right wing extremist, yeah. Weezy, because yeah. you're half awake. I mean, you know, you're awake. It doesn't matter. Everyone half awake. Anyone who's ha- <laughs> no, anyone who's half awake. I meant to say is even considered <laughs> right wing. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah. Any, anyone, just just a titch uh, to the left. Uh, there was a thing with uh, Pat Oswald is a actor, and he took a picture with Dave Chappelle, and he has known Dave Chappelle for 30 years. 
He's a bad dude. I'm Three. telling you now. Patton. Ooh. Oh, Patton. I don't know much about him. But I, what I what he I, likes little kids. He likes little kids. It's it's possible, but he was caught on his own Twitter or Instagram talking about it, and it was disgusting. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yes. The, yes. So what? what what pissed me off, I didn't know about that, and so now I even hate the motherfucker even more. But what pissed me off about him this week was it came out that he took a picture with Dave Chappelle, whom he had known for 30 years or whatever, and the media gave him backlash. How can you be hanging out with such a homophobe as Dave Chappelle? And, yeah, and he apologized and, or and, something. Yes, instead of Patton Oswalt, supposedly Dave's your friend. Supposedly he's yep. your friend, and instead of having your friends back, I'm like, no, he's not a homophobe. I've got his back. That's my homie. Instead, yep. he says, "Oh, you know, I don't agree with his stance on these things." Get the fuck out of here, man! You're a pussy. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. But I didn't know about the other stuff that you had. Oh mentioned. yeah, yep. So we found that yeah, out a few that years ago. Yep, he's he's into something really dark and horrible. Mm. I wouldn't put it past. There's a lot of these characters, whether it's politics. Uh, Hollywood, the sciences, religion, these nasty, bad actors are everywhere. And unfortunately, they're always in these powers of position, whether they're mega stars or high profile politicians or uh, influential scientists. I said it ages ago. We are being run by the worst criminals. Yeah. Yeah. The people don't even realize who's running the show here. And it's the worst of the worst. Like yeah. a lot of some of them, uh, you'll find out are murderers. Some of you, some of them, you're going to find out are child abusers or both. Um, we're going to find out some pretty bad stuff about the people who are running things and who have been for a while. I'm hoping it's do coming. You, do you it's think? Coming. Do you think uh, Maxwell? In your opinion, do you think Maxwell is going to get Epstein? To be honest, I don't know. Um. She could. She could. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me, put it that way. It wouldn't surprise me if she did get Epstein. I got this weird, weird suspicion and, and feeling inclination on this. I have no facts to back up how I feel, but I just got yep. this weird feeling that this whole thing's been a fucking show, the whole trial. I mean, there's a reason why we don't have any footage of her getting arrested. Uh, yep. There's a reason why... We didn't get any fucking pictures of her in jail for the longest time. All we got were fucking pictures, doodles, yep. if you will, uh, yep. of this character. And for all we know, she could be hanging out with Epstein this whole fucking time in another yep. island somewhere else, still doing the same shit, blackmailing people with little kids. And yep. it, it's all a fucking sham. And this... This whole trial is nothing, nothing but a stunt. That is—it's just a show. I mean, when you see how much coverage that it's getting, it's getting, comparatively speaking, to other things like the Rittenhouse trial, uh, all these other high-profile cases. This should eclipse, should have eclipsed any of that shit, uh, and yep. yet. Very little, very, very little coverage. And part of the reason, in my opinion, is because fucking Maxwell was connected with all these goddamn uh, media types. Uh, We have the story of, uh, 
fuck what's her name from vanity fair uh uh, uh what's she the reporter she, yeah the reporter from vanity fair what the hell's her name she's involved with uh ips uh maxwell maxwell, maxwell yeah yep. she, she uh, fuck i can't it's not off the top of my head but anyways she had the goods on epstein over a decade ago yep and she was ready to write the story and her editor basically told her to lay the fuck off yes and then maxwell started inviting her to parties you know and and hanging out here and there they became yep. friends and this reporter from Vanity Fair, who at one point had all the goods and was going to uncover this whole shit to the mainstream, all of a sudden had a change of heart. And you know what? Maxwell is not so bad after all. And they became chummy. And the thing is, Maxwell's dad was a media tycoon himself. So yep. they've had these connections. And, and ABC did the same thing. They had the story and they squashed it. So there's a reason why. These people don't talk about it, and it doesn't matter if it's MSNBC, it doesn't matter if it's Fox News. These people all have connections with these characters, and so it doesn't behoove them to put it out in the open because their friends would get tarnished, would get dragged into the mud. We see with Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz, every time he gets brought up, what does Alan Dershowitz? Well, what about him? What about him? You know, he's dropping names. Yep. And so you have all these people that just keep doing that over and over again. Are you skiing? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just showing you my screen. I know. It looks Sorry. Like you're <laughs> oh, you're <fine. laughs> I'm going, going, oh, no. No, I'll put it back where it was. It's oh, probably better. Fine. Yeah, I, was, I feel like I'm like... I almost, when I was watching your screen right now, <laughs> I felt like I was <laughs> in a snowmobile. <laughs> I felt like I was in a snow. And the way you were moving, like, oh, no, I'm going to crash into the tree. Miss ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hev, yep. what did you think of last week's show with Corey I thought Hughes? it was good. I thought it was Oof. very good. Oof. Did that you was really know, good. Did you already know some of this stuff? Or did was, yeah, your, yeah. was your mind blown even a little bit? Uh, probably one or two little things that I didn't know, but most of it I did. Mm. Like I'm not saying I know it all. I don't know it all. I'm just saying there was a couple of things he said that I didn't know and then there was other things where I've heard that before. I Yeah. My um, mind. The first time I heard Corey Hughes, my mind, I was angry. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, how fucking dare you, dude? Don't go there. Yep. And... I had to tell myself mentally, don't be open to it. Yeah. If he's wrong, prove him wrong. Yeah. Uh, you got to, you got to, if you're about freedom of speech, you have to remember. Let people talk. Let people talk. Yep. Let the better. And you to get angry sometimes. The, the better idea will always win. Exactly. So. If you think that is such a bad idea or if you think that is so fucking wrong, let the better idea win. And yeah, so, argue. then they should argue their points if they think it's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and that's that's where you get the better idea from. Yep. I, I listened to him and then 
there were several moments. And that's why when I did my show with him, there was a couple times where I kind of cut him off a little bit. But I wanted to let the audience know that, look, I completely sympathize that this may make people feel uncomfortable, may make you feel sad, depressed, because everything that you had found out had been turned upside down. And so I did do that a couple times. I think Corey's been used to talking about it so many times. So he, for him... He it just rolls off his tongue, you know, it's like, and he's just yep. spitting out truth bombs after truth bombs. So for him, it's normal. Yes, because he's been doing it. So it's not. I don't think I'm. I'm a pretty damn sure he's not doing it on purpose to uh, throw people off and confuse people. No, he's just no, spitting no. it out, and yep. he's researched it. He's been immersed into it. But if you listen to him, I listened to the conversation three times, and. When you listen to him, he says a couple times, several times, he's like, yeah, one of the biggest things that it, it even made him physically ill yeah. to research this because it's it was so horrible. You know, how how could this not be true? Everything that yeah. he grew up believing in. And it's hard when things get turned upside down. I'll tell you something. First, the truth will piss you off. Then it'll set you free. Yeah. That's the first, that's the start that's, of it. And also finding out the truth is like grieving. You go through the grieving process. You go go through the, the shock and then the um depression and then the you know, the except there's about five stages of it. It's called the five stages of grieving. And when you find out that nothing in this world is how you think it is, that's exactly what you go through. I went through it ten years ago and that's where why I am where I am now. Because I went yeah. through that grieving process of thinking, oh, Jesus, nothing is as we think it is and no one else knows. Yeah. And so I was trying to tell people on Facebook and, you know, for years and years and then all this started coming out and I'm like, thank God, people are starting to realise, you know. And you know, and I, I've talked about this before, it's just, that's exactly how I felt when, you know, I grew up in a very religious household. Yeah. Grew up with the Bible preaching. So did I, yeah. And when my world got upside down, turned upside down, when I started to accept, fuck, there's nothing out there. <laughs> I was sad. I was depressed. I was like, so I'm just going to die and bugs are going to eat me. There's nothing to look, look forward. No, there no can't I think be. There we keep be. going. I that, think we, our soul but, keeps going. But that's that's how I, I was depressed. But then I after I think it the the first the very first day when I started to entertain the fact that there wasn't a heaven and and I'm not trying to I hope I'm not trying to anger anyone. This is me. This is no. my personal opinions or whatever. Yep. But yep. It was during that time, I've talked about it before, where my sister-in-law got terminal brain cancer after her third, uh, you know, pregnancy. Yes. And yeah. I was clamoring for God to intervene and save uh, my sister-in-law. She was my age. And yeah. I go, how the fuck is that fair? She is the sweetest fucking lady ever. She just got pregnant and she now has terminal brain cancer come on god come on i've dedicated my life to you 
And I was angry. I was pissed off. I was telling God, come on, give me a fucking sign. And for the first two days after she passed away, I was pissed off at God. And I'm not trying to offend anyone, but this is how I felt. I was like, fuck you, God. Fuck you. And I was mad. I didn't care at that moment in time if I got sent to hell or nothing because I was pissed. I was hurt. And out of anger, I was saying these things. And then after a few more days, I think it was a a weak process. I just started to accept that that was just the way it is. Did you ever read in the Bible the the part of the Bible where it says that the, the... that Satan runs this earth. But He's the ruler of this earth. He, he offered Jesus the whole world who, who and Jesus evil, didn't take though? it. Who created evil? That was God. Isaiah, God created them and they I, turned Isaiah against him. chapter 45, verse 7, I created good and evil. And that's an, if anyone wants to fact check me, that's Isaiah 45, chapter 45, verse 7. Uh, so... I've studied, I've studied this. I I preached it. This is why it hurt. That instance hurt me so bad. Uh, you know what? Let me talk about my parents coming in from out of town this uh, for Christmas. I I didn't mm-hmm. do a live stream. My parents came from out of town. M- my mom made me Mexican food, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Oh, I enjoyed the yum. shit out of my parents. Yeah, but uh, my dad is super, super devout Catholic. He's not one of yeah. these Catholics that just goes to church on Sundays or some of these Catholics that just go to church on on special occasions. My dad is a hardcore Roman Catholic, and he's damn proud. He, yeah. uh, he carries around his rosary everywhere. Uh, yep. He prays in tongues. He's one of these charismatic Catholics. They they pray in tongues. They fall in what they call the spirit. They you know like they're very they resemble evangelicals in many ways, but they're still Catholic. Yeah. Um, and my dad is hardcore. But I was I had an interesting conversation with him. We you know I picked him up. I hadn't seen seen him in years, so it was emotional when I picked him up at the airport. And uh, we we were catching up on a lot of things because you know when you l- move away from your parents, you know we're we're literally thousands of miles apart now, and uh, you know you could call them for a few minutes every week, but it's not the same. You know I see yeah. them every day, and yeah. so I was just enjoying the very fact that I was in the presence of my parents, who I hadn't seen in three years. And we spoke a little bit of vaccines and I started telling him my shit. And my dad was like, I didn't know. I've never spoke about conspiracies with my parents. Yep. Any of my life. And it was so fucking weird talking about conspiracy. And I was telling him about the COVID vaccine, how it's fucking bullshit and, and the Bill Gates shit and everything. And my dad was just like, yeah, son. The rule, the world is ruled by evil, and so yeah. he tied all that shit in to a religious thing. And I go, yeah. Dad, it's crazy that we see eye to eye on that because I've never spoken. It was so fucking crazy. My parents never told me about conspiracies and shit, 
and yep. here they were on my end or on my side i'm like holy it was so it was game changing for me on on yep. many personal levels because we've never talked about it but he was coming from a biblical you know the the whole rapture and all this shit and i was yep. like no i go pops and so we we did have a couple of debates that were kind of getting a little heated and i was and he would bring up bible quotes and i i know these bible quotes by heart as well and yeah he ended up getting frustrated at one point, walked away, <laughs> and he just said, I'm going to pray for you. And yep. so I felt victorious in that exchange. But at the end of the day, I told my dad, I go, look, dad, pray for me all you want. If you think that's going to work, then go ahead. I have no problem. But I also find it disrespectful that you try to force your beliefs on me because I don't disrespect you. What if I was a Satanist? Or what if I was a Mason or or whatever these fucked up groups was and I was trying to force you into my beliefs? You would not like that. And so I don't appreciate you doing that either. And we did it with respect. Yeah. It ended up working out. My dad was still sending me religious shit when he left. But <laughs> yeah. The, the, the funny thing is we, we, we had somewhat of a understanding, even though we were completely polar opposite on the religious aspect. On the flip side... I spoke with my my older brother. He uh, he lives in California. He's about nine, ten years older than me. He's yeah. a giant motherfucker. He looks like a Christmas tree. Everyone <laughs> always thinks he's a Pacific Islander, you know, like oh like, yes, yeah, yeah, because he's huge and brown, but he's just a huge Aztec. And uh, uh, he I he called me. He goes, "Hey, brother, how you doing?" I hope you had a good Christmas and you know, I heard Pops was over there and I go, Yeah, Pops was here, we were chilling. He just gave me his bullshit religious propaganda. <laughs> we were laughing about that. And then he was asking me about my podcast and he wants to be on the show one of these days, he wants to talk, but Oh you I, should, I, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but he was telling me yeah. <laughs> He was asking me about my show, getting me, you know, getting me more exposure on all these platforms. And I said, dude, the problem is I talk about conspiracies and shit, man. I'm getting censored. I can't. It's it's hard. It's getting harder and harder. I need my subscribers to help me out by sharing it and shit. But it's hard to expand and grow on all these uh, normie platforms, if you will. But it is. I started talking to him about Event 201 and, and the vaccine. And I was I I. I broke my own fucking rule. I go, whenever you talk to someone that's not into conspiracies all in, you got to take it easy. You can't go all in. Yep, I, went all in. I went all in on my brother. Oh, and I, was, I was at work. I'm like, 9-11 was an inside job. I was going fucking wild. My brother's like, whoa, hey, hey, slow down, brother. Slow down. Calm down. I'm like, no, but you got to you gotta watch Event 201. I'll send you the link. And, you gotta, and, and then he was like, slow the fuck down, dude. <laughs> and then I still was going crazy. Like, hey, man, I got to feed the kids. <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> he never called me back. And then I felt like such a fucking idiot because I think I just scared the fuck out of my older brother, you know. But, uh, you know, when you try to wake people up. I, I got a little too excited in that instance. And, uh, yep. Maybe That's why I say to people, go slow with something little, something yeah. most people would agree on, you know, and, and yeah. then sort of you can sort of just by saying a couple of things, you can sort of judge how they're going to take it. 
Yeah. And then and then you can decide whether to go further or just stay where you are or back off completely. I, yeah. I know because I've had to do it for years with people. Well, well, it, it's crazy. Cause, well, with my brother, I mean, my brother's a super intelligent guy. He's a he's a teacher down in uh, yep. Los Angeles County, and uh, super super smart guy, but he. He believes a lot of the ma- mainstream narrative. And one of the ways I was trying to get out, like, dude, look at you, bro. You're a straight up fucking Aztec, bro. What, how many treaties were did the American government violate on Native Americans? And he goes, every single one of them. Exactly fucking Lee, man. That's the whole point. I go, what about the Tuskegee experiments? What about the Guatemalan syphilis experiment? Yep. And that's when I started rattling off all the shit. And that's when I started freaking him out. But... It, it it was just mind-boggling. I'm like, dude, you see this shit, but you don't see this other shit that's currently happening. But well, it's, crazy. I mean. it's what, crazy. That's what all these trials and things are going to do. They're going to wake the people who are still not fully awake like your brother, you know. Yeah. He knows some things, but he just doesn't. It, it's not clicking, you know what I mean? Well, it will eventually click. Something will click. And... um. Yeah, that's what I think all this, um, the Maxwell trial and even Prince Andrew and what's going on with that, it'll expose the whole lot of it. I think it's, it's all for show, though. I, I See, that's where I may disagree. Yeah. I think it's yep, all show. Yep, that's okay. Um, yep. and, and the reason for that is, like I said, this whole, that bomb it is that a show, you're I, working for the Carlisle group. Yep. You can't be fucking kidding me. I mean, the odds of that even happening, your odds of winning the, you know, $30 million lottery are far greater than than these odds. You know, yep. getting chosen by your peers, you know, and, and chosen to be in that historic jury selection process. Exactly. And not only that, but you also happen to work for an Epstein-affiliated company. Yeah. Well, we can both agree that it's a show. That's one thing we can agree on. The reason it, we it may we may disagree, but we both agree this is a show. It's 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 just theater. It's just yeah. bullshit, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No question about that. It's um, and I call it from the very beginning. I I. I had a hard time believing. And, you know, when you find out that the prosecuting attorney is related to James Comey, that's that's his daughter. When you see that the judge in the situation was getting a promotion by the Biden administration. When the prosecution having hundreds of fucking witnesses to choose from went with only, what, four testimonies? Yeah, Four exactly. Fucking yeah. testimonies out of the hundreds of victims. Yep. When you when you look at all this shit, it was doomed to fail. It was set up to fail. Just like the Warren yep. Commission, just like the nine eleven commission. All these fucking things are set to exactly. fail. Exactly. That's they're what there, that's they're there to put something out for the public that is actually looking at it to give them a little here here, look, we're doing something yeah, about it. Yeah, appease the public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But the problem is, most of the fucking public doesn't really give a fuck. <coughs> They'd rather focus yep. on George Floyd shit, on Kyle Rittenhouse bullshit, all these other yep. fucking distractions. That's what people, and this is what gets uh, getting thrown around through uh social media and and starts these divide and conquer strategies well i'm team this well i'm team that and yet when it comes to the maxwell shit i posted many times about this and all i ever got was crickets and crickets and crickets and yeah and i think you could be being the, shadow the banned people, too well and i think the people that that run these platforms social media platforms and all this shit they know this they know yeah. that they have to put something out there uh, to make it look like they're actually doing something, but in reality, it's all a fucking circus. It's all a shit show. And, well, see uh, that will expose the the nine eleven commission and everything else. Because when people see how much of a sham this thing is, it's going to start. People are going to start questioning other things that we've seen. Do you know what I mean? It it does. Yeah. It puts questions in people's minds. Yeah. If if this is going that way, well, what, how many others have gone that way? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's made me lose complete faith in even Watergate. The Watergate from years ago with the Clintons involved in that. Yeah. Ripping off people's pensions and things like that. It seems to be the way these people um, operate to yeah, get no, where, a, you know. A lot of the Watergate people were also involved in the JFK um, yep. assassination. So it's, it's just. And this is what I told Corey Hughes last week. I go, look, dude, if you got a blueprint and it works for the vast majority of the fucking idiots, why yep. change it? Just keep rolling yep. with it. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Um, the problem is now we're seeing it and we can we can see it for what it is. Or that some of us can, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's hard to wake other people up. I've kind of given up now and gone, well, they're going to have to do it on their own now because, you know, I've tried for years and I'm just at that point where I've gone, oh, my God, if they're not awake by now, there's, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? I've tried for 10 years. Um, Not that I'm not going to do any videos and that. I'm still going to do my videos for people who are already awake and, you know, sort of know what's going on, but... Yeah, I'm not trying to wake new people up anymore because there's no point. If they're still asleep and they can't see things, then they're going to have, you know, they're going to have to do it in their own time. Something will snap to them. Something will click and they will see it. It's just a matter of time. That's all you can do. Um, yep. Put that information. I've I've talked about the story that would happen with me, you know, like I had one of my cousins he would talk about 9-11 being an inside job and I'd be looking at him in the eyes because I love my cousin. But yep. I, in my head as he was, his lips were moving, I don't even remember what he was talking about. I just remember hearing 9-11 conspiracy and then my brain just shutting off. And I'm looking at him in the eyes and I'm, so the whole time he's giving me the whole spiel about 9-11 I'm just smiling at him. You know, I, I do have some dreamy eyes. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like fluttering my eyelashes at him. Like, yes. Yes. Okay. You know, but I just hear 9-11 or uh, conspiracy. And then I just, my brain just disconnected. 
I remember this conversation. Well, I don't remember what he said, but I remember having this conversation. And he's yeah. talking to me and my cousins. This was like 10 years ago, maybe more than that. Maybe it was like 15 years ago. And he's telling me about 9-11 and shit. And I'm just like fluttering my eyes. And I'm like, my fucking cousin has gone off the fucking rails. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. I was just thinking this. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck happened? I used to hang out with this guy. What the fuck is wrong with him? He's a fucking crazy ass. And now I'm all in. And I even called him up. Uh, a, I called him up a few months ago, maybe a year ago. And I'm like, what's up, cousin? I go, hey, remember when you had that conversation? And he's, he was laughing. He's like, yeah, I remember having that. He goes, I remember you looking at me and you you just had a blank stare in your yep. eyes. And I go, I go, man, I'm so sorry, man. I just... Dude, when you get conditioned a certain way, it's just hard to snap out of it. It's like it's almost like a spell that gets cast yes. upon you, and you, it's yep. too. That's why it kind of makes me sad when people shit on people that that follow the mainstream. You can't get mad because it's hard. Did. Yeah, it's hard to snap out of it, and you got to do it in a loving way. Uh, yep, I know it's frustrating. I realize it's frustrating, but uh, it has to be done in a loving way. And you can't be as aggressive. Like, I think I might have scared my older brother. Yeah. <laughs> older brother away for a while. But who knows? Maybe down the road he may see something. He's like, oh, shit. Remember you were telling me this? And uh, Yeah, exactly. Like, and your, like, like your cousin. Exactly. Because I've, I've been your cousin many times. I've been there telling people and watch them go blank. You're just like, oh, my God, they're not even listening to me. And you can see it in the other person. Yeah, you can see they're not listening to you. They're zoning out, and inwardly, you can tell they're rolling their eyes at themselves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Come, yeah. what is this person on about? You know what I mean? Well, I remember that conversation so fucking clearly. <laughs> I, again, I don't, re I don't know anything my my cousin was saying. I don't remember anything. You know the substance behind it. I just remember having that talk because that was the first time I. I was thinking, I was like, God damn, my cousin's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I yep. I had grown up with my cousin. We were like brothers. We were only four days apart, and we had grown up as brothers. And We would run off and do this, run off and do that, uh, you know, go get into mischief here, get into mischief there. That's how close we were growing up. And so I remember that moment when he was telling me that shit, I'm like, fuck, what the fuck happened to this guy? <laughs> yep, exactly. And that's, I'm sure what people were thinking, oh, she's gone off the deep end, man. Yeah, Far yeah. out. But then I, I did eventually reach out to him like, dude, I now know. And I apologized to him. I did apologize to him. Like, Sorry, man. He goes, nah, it's okay, man. I probably shouldn't have fucking went off and, you know, went all in on you, you know. Got to take it. Yep. And, uh, yep. Yeah, I've had a friend do that too, contact me and said, oh, you were right about everything. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's all I could say was, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. She goes, "How? you know, yeah. oh, my God, everything you said is coming true. And I said, yeah, I know. God, I've been God. trying to tell people for years, so. That's, that's the thing. Scary times are ahead. Um, yeah, and then you have interesting. I think. Well, well, the this this whole trial, this whole case, this whole Epstein debacle. Uh, 
I think could be a great starting point to get people to cross over onto the dark side, if you will. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Event 201. All these things could be conversation starters and get people to th- finally think because the you know the whole Jeff Epstein thing, top to bottom, the whole thing was rife with corruption and bullshit. The fact yep. that he was given a fucking mansion by Les Wexner, uh, a $70 million mansion in New York, uh, running around with all these people. We still don't fully know how he was making all this fucking money. There's speculation, but we don't... You're going to tell me after all these deep dives into his finances and, and his background and, and all this shit, we still don't fucking know how he was making his fucking money? Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? That should That's be because a, a ra- there's so many people involved. That's yeah, why. Yeah, and, and when you read the mainstreams, you got some sources saying he was a, a millionaire. You got other sources calling him a billionaire. So no one has the right numbers. We know that his uh, victim's compensation fund had about $600 million in it. But I'm sure he had way more fucking money than that. Oh, and, definitely. And, and, and the, the compensation money fund was just basically a hush-hush fund. Let's, let's, let's say that I'm fucking dead. Uh, let's pay these people off and let's fucking move on. Uh, did you know in the compensation fund, someone that applied to get some of the proceeds from the compensation fund was uh, fucking Vickers? Uh Sarah Vickers, is it? She was she was 22 when she met Epstein. And yeah. she was one of the ones procuring young girls for Epstein. And she is now claiming she has the fucking nerve, the audacity. This fucking filth well. should have been held, tried as a co-conspirator, should have been held liable. And instead, she has applied to be to be vetted to see if she can qualify for some of that six hundred million from the Epstein compensation fund. How Ooh, that could happen a can what of worms. A, what a fucking joke. You you want any more fucking evidence how corrupt and fucked up this whole thing is? What a joke. She was a co conspirator and she's applying to get some of that six hundred million dollars. Well she's just put herself in the limelight then. Mm. Yeah, it's by it's doing a that jam. It, yeah, it's, it's a fucking sham. I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I think more put more people are going to be exposed from it. But yeah, that's just my thoughts. But yeah, some yeah. people may disagree, and and that's fine, you know. But um, it's just what I I think's going to happen is um, more and more people are just going to be exposed from this whole thing. Yeah. And it might start with Andrew and Virginia Guffrey, you know, it might start there. It might well, start just from the, mis- if there's a mistrial, it might start from that. Well, here, here's the thing that I forgot to mention in the first hour. The ramifications of having a mistrial. This is how you know the whole thing's been crafted, in my opinion. Yep. The ramifications of having a mistrial could mean could have overlapping effects onto the Andrew and Virginia Jufre trial as well. For mm-hmm. the simple fact that a lot of the testimony, a lot of the evidence 
from the Maxwell trial was going to be used in the civil trial against Prince Andrew. Now that this case is potentially going to be thrown out, now what does Virginia Roberts have? Just mm. her word, his word, and that's it. Yep. And so that to me screams of fuckery and collusion and this fucking juror working for the Carlisle Group, a Jeff Epstein company. Uh, it's all. It was all set up. It, yeah. it was set to fail. Uh, this guy's going around making media interviews and then lawyers up. What juror in any other case has ever done anything? Yeah, like that? what juror needs a lawyer? <laughs> I heard one of them. One of them. It's such a joke. Um, Did someone contact a uh, PR team or something? One of them. I don't know, but whatever his P. I, I wonder if his PR team is the one that advised him to put a fucking cheese it box over his head. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah, so many, so many, so many angles, and, and that's the thing. Like when I when I try to get these streams ready, I, I consume so much information so as to um, try to get people because I listen to so many many different sources. Yes, and I and I yep. try to get the best tidbits out of all that, and yep. one of those bombshells was exactly that—that that the juror had worked for the Carlisle Group, and the fact that there are mainstream uh, articles talking about that this juror worked for the Carlisle Group, but not mentioning the very fucking fact that Epstein was affiliated with them. Yeah, exactly. Is fucking massive. And so I was like, man, I got to drop this bombshell tonight. People need to know this shit. And yep. uh, yeah, that's. Definitely. Wild, it's insane watching stuff. it. And, and the whole oh. thing has been full of shenanigans. That's why I named the stream The Shenanigans Continue from the sleazy ass prison sentence where he was able to, where Epstein was able to conduct business. Wear yep. a suit and tie. The his the he was only locked up at night. He was allowed out during the day. Yeah, and his police officers were dressed as businessmen, not as yeah. cops. So it looked like he was uh, holding legitimate meetings. And then you go from that. Then you go to the whole bullshit with the whole suicide, quote unquote. Uh, yep. And then the debacle, you got William Barr. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, fucking right. Never heard nothing else again again about that. And, yep. and we moved on from that. Nothing. No investigation. When everyone knew it was clear bullshit, only the fucking brainwashed, brain-dead idiots uh, that swallow mainstream garbage are the only ones that ever think that he committed suicide. Everyone else knows it's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we go from the trial, no arrest footage, no pictures while she's in jail. Just continuous fucking bullshit. And oh, no. that's why, again, from the very beginning, I I didn't see justice was going to be served. And it hasn't, in my opinion. Yep. I believe when it doesn't, it's trying to expose all... Things will be exposed that way, I'm telling you. Things really will be exposed if this keeps going because there are a lot of eyes on it. Even though there are a lot of people who aren't paying attention, there are a lot of eyes on it. And and I'm surprised that the customers didn't come up 
during any of these this trial or anything like that. You know, like where were where were um, the statements from people saying, "I didn't," oh, you know, I knew her and I didn't do that. No one stepped up either on that side. You know what I mean? Yeah. To come in as a witness to say, "I know her and I know she's not like," you know, no one on that mm-hmm. side stood up. Well, they had so, a couple of, of witnesses, but they didn't want to show up. Yeah, yeah, because no one wants to borrow it. They know the fuck, minute they who put. Who the fuck wants to put their it? name? Yeah, you're gonna put your name and, and associate yourself. Because then now, the you, now, now you put a, now you put a marker on you, yourself for the rest of your life. If you're gonna come exactly. Out. But and uh, even a husband's left her for a younger girl now. But her husband was younger than her anyway by about fifteen years. Yeah, I think that was a sham marriage. Yeah, um, definitely. There's people that say that her and Epstein were really not boyfriend girlfriend because she was too old for him. I kind of disagree with that. I think. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were. I, yeah, I think they were, and they just had this fetish open relationship. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's people that have a hard time. I think have a hard time. Uh, picturing that the, it's people that think that people only have traditional relationships, you know, and that's it. Yep. No, there's there's tons of ways of doing it. Um, and so I think these guys had an unorthodox relationship and then they abused little fucking kids yep. uh, together. Yes, and, I think so, too. That was and, part and, of their and, and this whole marriage to this other character. It, it was all a sham. It was just for show. Look, yeah, we. I, I was married to this guy. Yeah, meanwhile, this guy never even. He just ran away. <laughs> yeah. But um. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, and there's different different takes to it. I know there's other people that think that, uh, her and Jeff were never even an item. Uh, he was more interested in little girls. I I understand that, but. When you see the pictures of them just chummy, chummy all the fucking time, I think. Oh yeah, they it, were close. I, I think the where people have a hard time comprehending that is that there's different types of relationships that go on, and these people did not have a traditional relationship in any sense of the word. It was all completely unorthodox. Yep. And so, all based you, on something weird. Yeah. Once you can. Uh, Accept that, in my opinion, then you can understand how this disgusting pedophilic relationship worked. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I do think the same way you do, that they were in a relationship and they had the same common interests. Yeah. And those yeah. common interests were young girls. Exactly. And, and, the, and but it didn't stop there. And that's no. where the, that's, this is where the media stops. The media coverage on this whole issue is that, Yes, these guys were billionaire pedophiles and they abused little girls. End of story. No, it was part of a blackmail operation. And the very fact that this trial didn't expose any of that, not a single fucking shred of that, to me just adds more credence that this whole fucking trial was a sham start to finish. The way the jurors were selected, the evidence that was allowed to enter the very fact that the judge decided to black out the fucking names on the little black book 
and, yeah. and keep that from the public. All this shit start to fucking finish stinks mm-hmm. of corruption. And so that's my thought on it. That's my views on it. And um, I could be wrong. But that's just how I feel based on everything else that I've seen. And then with these developments of this freaking juror, this bombshell, and his Carlisle group interest, a complete sham, complete mockery. Yeah. That's funny because it doesn't surprise me at all. I don't know why. It just does not surprise me that this is going on. I feel you. Yeah. Like when I heard that, it pissed me off, but it didn't surprise me because I think going into this trial – a, and you can fact check me. Anyone doubting me, go back to the very first stream that I did. I go, I highly doubt justice is going to be fucking served. There's going to be fuckery going on. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what we have seen. And so, mm-hmm. like you said, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise yeah. me at the, at all. Yeah. Does it piss me off? Fuck yes, it does. It yeah, pisses me of off. It angers me. But it doesn't surprise me. And, yeah. and that's the difference. Um you heard about Epstein wanting to um, impregnate all these women and have his own little um, population of people related to him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He was a eugenicist. Yeah. And that's why he rubbed shoulders w- with a lot of these scientists. Bill Gates. And, and, yep. Yeah, Bill Gates and all these clowns. And he did a lot of the, most of that stuff. In New Mexico, in Zorro Ranch, which was a property that was pretty fucking isolated, far away from, quote unquote, civilization. And so why why did he have this outpost with these scientists getting together in the middle of fucking nowhere? Easy. I've been in New Mexico. You know, I used to live in the West Coast of the United States. Beautiful country. No question. Uh, but why would he be in the middle of fucking nowhere out there? Easy. Exactly. Because then you're, it's almost like being, it's, it's very similar to having your own fucking island offshore. Island, yeah. You can't exactly yeah, get access anywhere no, close. And ex- you, if anyone runs, you can't get away really. Exactly. And, it's the same, yep. same concept that went on in New Mexico in that ranch. And, and did you know about Disney? What about Disney? And Epstein? Oh, okay. Do you know about the Disney cruise ships that stopped at Epstein Island? I did for snorkeling and and um, all sorts of different things. Yeah, and a lot of people that go on those cruise ships are families, people with kids. Mm. And there's also a girl that went missing, a young lady who went missing from a Disney cruise ship a few years ago. In fact, there could be more than one. Um, A couple of people have gone missing from Disney cruise ships. And they stop at Epstein Island for snorkeling, they say. For snorkeling, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then you I, had I, Ra- Rachel Chandler who had um, nine still shots of video from under, down underneath that, in that island. You had people that someone that looked like Hillary Clinton, you had people sitting naked on buckets eating something and, like, it, this is going to get really dark and deep if it opens up and there's a lot of people looking for it you know what i mean there's a lot of people looking at it and digging and from that we found out that disney cruise ships stop at epstein island and i know myself from watching true crime that 
Um, there have been a couple of missing people off Disney ships and they've said, oh, they went overboard, you know. Oh, yeah, they just went overboard. They fell overboard. And then the the when the parents question, you know, that Disney just shuts up. It, it all just shuts up and goes away and no one answers any questions. It's very sus what's going Like this is massive. This oh, thing yeah, is yeah. massive. Yeah, 100%. And, and then, then you got her with the submarines, Ghislaine and the submarines. She had a helicopter license. She had a pilot's license and a submarine license. And if you want to take it deeper, all this shit has connections to the conversation we had last week with Corey Hughes. Yep. Mossad agents. Yep. Shit that people don't want to fucking talk about. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to. We need to. We need to. It, and I, I try to make it as clear as possible that there's a huge difference between the people of Israel and yes. the regime. Yes. I have zero issue with the people of Israel. Yeah. But I have a huge fucking problem with the Mossad and the Israeli Zionist regime. regime. Yeah. Huge fucking problem. And I will well, make I'm no like fucking qualms about that. I'm I'm like that with all countries. I love the US, I don't like the government. I love Australia, yeah. I don't like the government. I love the UK, exactly. I don't like the government. Exactly. 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 Yeah, it doesn't matter which country China. The people are all right. It's the government that's the problem. Exactly. India. Even even, even even the quote unquote communist countries, nothing wrong with Cubans. Yep, it's their government. The Russians, yeah. Russian, same thing. Russians are good yep. folks. Yep, it's the government. It's the Chi yep. Chinese are great folks. Make yep. some fucking killer food that I love. Oh, they do. But Yum. it's it's the regime. It's the regime's, uh, the world order, and it's the regimes that currently. The regimes that are sticking together with all these fucked up masked mandates. And if you don't comply, I've, I've talked, I think I talked about it with Corey Hughes, but I've talked about it in the past. If you don't comply, look at the African uh, nations that didn't want to go with the vaccine mandates and all this bullshit. They said, fuck you. We don't need this shit. And a few days later, they get taken out. Yep. So it's a big club. You better fucking join. You better get on board with these mandates. You better get on board with these fucking vaccines. And if you don't get on board, we'll take your ass out. You, you Are you going to play ball or are you not? And that is the question, my friends. Yep, and I'm not going to play. Yeah, I'm not playing either. Fuck that shit. Yep, they I'm can not. play with themselves. I'm not playing with them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bloody way in the wide world they can go and play with themselves, mate. They can show it where the sun doesn't shine. I don't care what they do. No, like they they will have to kill me to inject me with anything, and that's just how it is. Okay, so did you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, Doctor Robert Malone and Doctor Peter McCullough? No. Oh, you need to. Oh, really? Fucking groundbreaking. I think I talked about that with Corey. I'm like, they banned him from tw when it was announced that Dr. Robert Malone was going to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Twitter banned him. Thinking, oh, I heard that. Thinking 
that that was going to silence, you know, people. Oh, well, you know, Dr. Robert Malone had uh, 500,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. And maybe they thought, okay, oh, shit, he's going on Joe Rogan. We better ban him. And in one day, that podcast got 50 million downloads. There you go. <laughs> 50 million downloads. Yep. That That's so not insane. working for them. Every, everything they've tried. Than any, better than any of these fucking CNN, MSNBC, exactly. Fox News bullshit ratings ever get. 50 million downloads in one day. So That's who, what knows, I mean. everything who knows they where try. the number's at right now? Yeah, everything they try is working against them right now, right? This is yeah. a deep state I'm talking about. Everything they try and do, including the Maxwell case and the cover-up of it, we all see it. So everything they try to do that normally works for them is not working anymore. So that's what I um, that's what I think is going to happen everywhere. There's too many people awake now. Everyone's looking into it and more information is going to come out that, um, you know, that the media won't um, put forward, they won't tell us. And so you're going to have people like Joe, and the more they hide it, the more people are going to chase down that information. And that's exactly what you see with Joe Rogan. The more they say you can't do this, you can't watch this, the more people are going to be going, yeah, F you, and they're going to just do it anyway. Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like reverse it, psychology it, nearly. Exactly. You tell a yep. kid, um, look, son, they can't do something. Do not get into the cookie jar. There's yep. delicious cookies in there, but you are not to get into that cookie jar. Yep. Well, as soon as you leave, that fucking kid is going to get into the cookie jar and feast, have themselves yep. a feast on them cookies. Yeah, and I did. Th- <laughs> hell yeah, I did too. Shit. <laughs> I want some of them goddamn cookies. But yep. if they did it in a way where, look, here is a cookie jar. There are cookies in there. I would appreciate it if you didn't have the cookies. And the reason why is because um, you get fat and all your teeth. You get fat. <laughs> yeah, you could have them at night. You know, you're supposed to. I, I want you to have one at night, uh, you know, before you go to bed or, you know, with your milk and all that shit. You know, yep. you did it in that kind of way. Then it's not not 100 uh, percent possible, but. There's more of a likelihood that the kid's going to be like, all right, dad, you know, that was cool. Um, yeah. I'm cool with that shit. The fact yep. is the government's fucking feed us so much bullshit. They abuse us. They hurt us. And they mistreat us. And they play. They take us for fucking idiots. Yep. And we're done with it. It's like we being in an abusive it. relationship, isn't it? That. that with the government. That's. That right there, what you just said. Yep. I know we talked about religion, but that's exactly how I view religion and government. It's like being in this abusive, when you know that these entities or whatever they may be, spiritual or governmental, it's written in their books that they'll fuck you over, whether it's through the Freedom of Information Act or their text. Yep. It's it's written there that you don't do this, we're going to... You better fucking do it or else. Yep. And that's why I'm done with both, quite frankly. Yep. I'm like, fuck that shit. 
I'm I'm not gonna. It's like like you just said. It's like being in an abusive relationship. Yeah. We we get we get fed this bullshit from these entities. We yeah. We get told that we need what to, to think, believe this. What to believe? Yes. Yep. Here is the doctrines. You need to stay by these parameters. Thinking outside of these parameters, you will be. Uh, you will be shamed or you will spend an eternity in hell. Whatever the fuck it is. I'm tired yep. of these threats. And that is exactly like being in an abusive relationship. Let me think yep. for my goddamn self. If I think it's a good idea, I'll go with it. If I think it's bullshit, I'm going to call your ass out on it. But don't fucking tell me how to fucking think. And I think exactly. most people are waking up to that shit. Yeah. Because honestly, if, if your boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or husband did what the government's doing to you right now, there's no way you'd stay with them. I'm telling you now. I've been exactly. through it. There's no way you'd be staying with them. Exactly. So why do we put up with these other yep. institutions? This yep. is what we need to understand. If we we can see it when when we hear of someone going through such a traumatic experience, we can see it. Yep. We, we notice it happening and we like... Why is that idiot still with him? We we exactly. ask ourselves that shit. So yep. when these institutions do it to us, why can't we fucking recognize it? And I think a large part of it is Stockholm Syndrome. It Stockholm is. And syndrome. that happens in abusive relationships as well. Exactly. Yeah, that's and why I said it. It, it, it. What's Stockholm Syndrome? That is when the victim ends up um, admiring and loving their captor. Or exactly. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're abuser. Exactly. That's exactly yep. what it is. Stockholm I know, because I've been in it. I've been in it. I have had Stockholm Syndrome. I loved my abuse. Not that he abused me, but I loved him, or I thought I did. And, um, yeah, I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave for years. I was. I just couldn't leave. And so I know exactly what it's like, and I think that's why... I can't fall for this again, and I'm not going to fall for it, and I don't care whether it's the government or a partner or anyone. I'm not playing the game. You still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I'm yeah. listening to you preach. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, that's why. Because I've been through it and I've seen it, now I know what it is. I'm not playing this game. It's an abusive game and I'm not being part of it. And if I have to, like I said, I'd go into the middle of nowhere and camp if I had to, you know. Not that I, I don't think it's going to get to that, but just, you know, I would if I had to. I'd do anything to keep my freedom after being in an abusive relationship and you are free, you will do anything to keep that freedom, at least if you've learnt your lesson, you will. You know what I mean? You won't put yourself in that again. Yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes it takes events that are traumatic, dramatic, heavy for us to finally wake up and snap out of it. Unfortunately, yep. and 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 to make you strong, they do make you strong. Yeah, the harder the harder you go through things, uh, unfortunately, it's true, but it is the harder you go through things the stronger you'll come out the other. If you keep your mind in, in check and you keep your mind, you know, sane, you will come out of it stronger than you ever were before. Like I'm a kid who used to hide under my mum's skirt. I was that shy, that bad, that I would literally lift my mum's skirt and crawl under there the minute any stranger said hello to me. 
So, <laughs> and it's funny that I've come out and now I'm on, like, I go on videos and for me that's a huge change in, like, from when I was young to now, you know. I was, I've always been a sort of person to keep to myself a little bit. But, yeah, when I was young, I was so shy at how I hide under my mum's skirt and now I can't believe I even do videos, you know. that. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, well, all the stuff in between made me who I am. That's exactly all that's, it. Look, even if it was bad, right, and it was, it still made me who I am. And that yeah. experience, um, you know, uh, I probably wouldn't be the person I was today if I didn't go through what I've gone through. That's 100%. just what I think. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm completely with you because as a child, believe it or not, I was shy myself. Yeah. Super, super shy. Then when I was like 19, I got into music and I remember doing a few concerts and I could sing pretty good. But then when I got on stage, the fucking butterflies. Oh, yeah. And I would start shaking uncontrollably and. I was getting stage fright and it it was, it was rough and I don't know what happened. I, maybe life just came at me and I just decided to be more confident too. Um, and that, that really, really changed a lot of, of who I was. And I just started speaking my fucking mind, you know? Yep. I, I had always been, scared of rejection yes and a lot of people are yeah yeah i i i just like fuck man i'm gonna be rejected uh this per i wanted to be liked by everyone yes whenever i found out some people didn't like me for whatever the reason it was it really hurt my feelings Uh, i know it sounds like a little bitch but that's how i felt i I was like that when i I was younger too yeah and then Eventually, I got over it, and I just got more confident. I just said, man, fuck that shit. People, you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me. There's no in-between. Pick pick what you want to (laughs) do. And I accepted it. And I accepted it, you know, at the end of the day. I go, I'm just going to be – I got to be comfortable with myself, and that was it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think the most – it's being comfortable with yourself and and knowing that not everyone's going to like you. And the people that don't like you, that's that's their business. You know, that's their problem. If they don't like you, that's their problem. You don't take it on yourself, you know what I mean? And that's where I used to do that too. I used to take it on myself and go, what am I doing wrong? No, you've just got to go. And if people join you, they join you. If they don't, they don't. And that's as simple as that. And that's what I found, yeah, it was the easiest to accept. When I accepted that, it was easier to... Um, let things go you know yeah it's a lot easier to just go well not everyone's gonna like me and if everybody likes me then i've got a problem am i fake do you know what i mean yeah if everybody liked me i'd be wondering what am i doing wrong actually because (laughs) you got got a bunch of yes men around you yeah i don't want to be in an echo chamber i want to be in you know, a place where people can talk and they can have different opinions and everyone puts their opinions forward and the may the best opinion win and whatever, you know, <laughs> or the proof of what you're saying comes out and then you can lay it down and go, yep, see, I've got the proof now, you know, or of my opinion or whatever. 
But yeah, that's the only way is communication is the only way we're going to get through all this. And it's if more people communicate, not people being censored. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just it, the censorship bothers me the most because let everyone talk, let it, let it, let it, let the cards fall where they may kind of thing. I know they don't want that, but you know, the rest of us kind of do. And the rest of us are much larger in numbers than they are. Yeah. The people trying to do this. But yeah, that's the, the censorship pisses me off the most, to be honest. Yeah, it does it does me as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's just shutting down any any time of type of conversations and um, yeah, look, even people with the worst ideas ever, right? They deserve a voice at least, right? They can talk. Does. Everybody does. And then the best um, option will win for people. Do you know what I mean? But let everybody talk, even if they are silly or stupid or whatever, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Let everybody have a say and that way. Every, and also everyone knows where you stand. But, but And, and just cha- and when you do that, just challenge them. That's what I learned, you know, when I first started. I know I got a lot of flack at first when I uh, had Callie Diamond. My thought when I spoke with Callie Diamond was let her say her stupid shit. And, yeah, because then and, and, let them talk. Yeah, and, and end of story. We'll pick it apart later. But yep. I did get a lot of shit. Well, you didn't push back enough. And, and all this Monday. And I'm new. I was new to this whole shit. I didn't know how to fucking do any of this. And then. Yep. You know, later on, I, I started getting a little bit better. Then I had uh, freaking James Esposito, Sean's cameraman, and I fucking wiped the floor <laughs> with that guy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't let him get away with shit. And then I did that interview with that other Atwood apologist. What the hell was her name? The one with the scratchy voice, American lady. Joyce someone? Yeah, Joyce. Someone? Joyce some shit. I don't even know. Yeah. But, yeah, I had her and... <laughs> She was yelling and screaming over me, talking over me. I know. I was calmly just like, "Hmm, what what about that? Yeah, I think you were in the chat that time too, laughing and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, in the the end, even though she was yelling and screaming, and maybe I'm biased, but I felt like I put the better arguments and it seemed like an easy, easy debunking of her. Well, you did because she's another one who was talking word salad. Yeah, she's yeah. another one who, if you listen to them long enough, you're gonna lose brain cells listening to them. Got that voice though. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> was, I know. It was so rough. Oh, but bless her soul. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's what's gonna happen now, but things are getting interesting. I'll certainly say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All round. All around the town yep. square, as you do. Yep. Whether it's with Heather Turner or bloody Ponce Andrew or, yeah, and um, even the, the Shawnee boys not doing too well. I haven't even paid attention to any of shit. No, I just you go look funny? at the channel you... and look at the views and then I go, oh, yeah, they're dropping, are they? He's, oh, still, he's not doing too well. He still pays attention to what I'm doing because he's done this several times. I'll get a guest, and then he'll get them the very next day. He did that. Yep. I had uh, I had mentioned I, w- I wanted to talk to Charlie Robinson. I was going to make arrangements for that. Very yep. next day, he gets Charlie Robinson on his fucking show. Then of course he does. I interview Charlie Robinson, 
And very next day, Sean gets Charlie Robinson again on a show. Then I interview Eddie Ads. Very next day, Sean gets Eddie Ads on his fucking show. Yep. <laughs> so to me, that tells me Sean is, I, I'm not sure. I can't, I have no evidence that he's watching, but he's paying attention because he, it just so happens he gets these fucking dudes the very next day after they interview, they come on my show. Yep. Uh, and so, and I just, I laugh at it. It doesn't even bother me. I just laugh and I'm like, you're still paying attention to my little ass channel, you stupid fuck. And here yeah. you have nearly, quote unquote, allegedly a million subs and you're paying attention to a, a little ass channel on Odyssey. The fuck well, he mentions you a lot. So I think there's well, something there. And the funny thing is, he's got like. Charles mentions you, you know what I mean? Well, well, like, he, he's got 2,500 subs, I think, on Odyssey. And I have only a little bit over 300. And my shit gets way more fucking video- views than he does with his 2,500 <laughs> subs on Odyssey. Yeah. And so he probably notices that. Um, which is funny. I, I've noticed that that I my Odyssey videos are starting to get way more views than anything I put up on YouTube. I, oh, I'm still that's using, good. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still using YouTube just for... To get... You know more exposure and whatnot, but yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, the Odyssey videos are doing real, real well. Even the the podcast uploads are doing, um, you know, getting great upload huns. You know, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, only on YouTube for um, I don't know, entertainment really, <laughs> yeah. and to direct people over to Odyssey Rumble and BitChute to remind them, hey, I'm over there doing the news, not here. Yeah. YouTube's that bad now. It's ridiculous. It's so horrible. I I don't like doing it. Like I said, the only reason I do a little segment on YouTube is for to get the word out and hopefully get the exposure. Because like I said, my Odyssey channel is growing more than my stupid YouTube channel is, and I'm getting way more views. Like excellent the, the Ghislaine Maxwell stream that I did today. Uh, if you look at it in a few days. And yep. compare it to what's going to go up on Odyssey, it's a night and day difference. It's so so much more. Yep. And I and I actually like that. It's exciting uh, to see that, even though I only have half of the subs that I do on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the correlation is hilarious. Yeah, it is, and, and like that. That's where you're going to find true numbers. Is on the uncensored platforms. You'll find true numbers of. You know who, how many people are watching and stuff. Because well, the funny YouTube, thing is, YouTube will hold back numbers. Even they hold back. I swear they hold back your subs and your views because they don't want to pay you for the views. Because I go on my normal channel on YouTube, I can look up myself and go, yeah, okay, that video's got say six hundred views, and then I'll go on to the um, YouTube Studio and it'll say it has five hundred. Mm. It's, I don't know. There's something wrong with YouTube. There really is. Well, the other thing, too, is that on uh Fuck. I was going to say something intellectual, and now i got a brain fart. <laughs> that happens. Don't worry about it. Well, <laughs> the, the, the whole censorship aspect with YouTube is, is a joke in itself. But, oh, here's what I was going to say. Atwood, when he started begging uh, YouTube to get his channel back, did say that he was going to stop streaming 
Epstein content, right? Yep. What is he doing recently? He's streaming yeah, exactly. Epstein content. Yeah, that's not why he was so late. Yeah. Would be a shame if YouTube found out he was back into his Epstein antics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even know if it was that. I think that was an excuse, to I be honest. Was, well, because look, the only the, the only time I got attacked on YouTube, on on the original channel that I had, was after I spoke about Sean Atwood, and I happened to mention Epstein in the same video. So, and it, it happened nearly every time I mentioned Sean Atwood. Those videos were the, then my videos started getting reported. They started getting the limited monetization, and then all it took was for me to say um, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or something, and then they straight away reported it for medical disinformation. Mm. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny how it, it's just it's big tech, and they have their agenda, and it's. You know, we're going to censor this. We don't want this. We don't want that. It's all control. At the end of the yeah. day, it's all control. And so here's our rules. If you don't abide by them, you are off of this platform. All and I can say, the, hey, the biggest there's, issue one more is, thing. there's one more thing that might make you a little bit happier. What's that? Um, the person who went after you to get you off YouTube is now finding out about censorship themselves. Who's that? Uncle Terrence? Yep. Uh oh. Go, go just look at the let, just look let, at the We can talk all, about it here. So I, Yeah, okay. Well, their last video that I noticed, because I just go and check on I don't necessarily watch all the videos, but I'll check on what they've done. Yeah. And this person here has um uploaded a video. I'll just check what it's it's about censorship. Um what's it called? YouTube algorithms causing unfair challenges for creators. Well, what do you know? Someone's <laughs> having a bit of a challenge themselves, are That's they? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't I said, watch that. Wait till, it, wait till it comes back and bites them on well, the bum. And I've been saying that. I've been saying yep. that for the longest time. I go, are you fuckers pushing for censorship yep. and, and advocating, and even in the UK, advocating for malicious communications? Yeah, that's censorship you, still. You motherfuckers, proponents for that shit, you're going to yep. regret it because, yep. yeah, it's fun in games when they come after the opinions and, and like thoughts it. that you don't agree with. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But once they start coming after your, the way you think about shit, the way yep. you do business, the way you feel things should be, now you're going to start crying and now it's like the kid that cried wolf. No one's going to give a fuck. Yep. That's why you should have stood. You know, when Alex Jones all those years ago got kicked off of YouTube, I, I thought he was outlandish. I, I think he's hilarious and everything. I, I never really took him too serious. There's been times where he said some shit. This is my opinion now. Uh, yeah. There's been times where, I was, all right, he's dead on the money on this. But then there's, there's been other times like, all right, slow down, brother. But yep. when he got kicked off of YouTube, I was pissed. Yeah. And, and I saw these people that I, 
at that point in time, we're on my side, the left. You know, we're like, oh, yeah, good to get a bigot right wing. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Tell me what he has said that was bigoted. Tell me what he has said that is this and that. And it, it was just hyperbole, if you will. Yep. And and I and I was saying that at that time, I go, I don't agree with this son of a bitch most of the time. However, to have him thrown off uh, this platform, watch when they're going to turn around and come after you. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It never happened. And now, you know, you bringing up Uncle Terrence and now making videos about censorship when this fucker is the biggest censorship uh, drag queen there is <laughs> yep exactly it's they're, historical hysterical they're a proponent of sense getting other people censored but don't like it when it happens to them do they yeah well that that's what's that that was the most epic shit that odyssey ever did was when uncle terrence was tweeting at odyssey oh you need to get rid of what is truth he is he uses the most vile of hate speech. And then Odyssey replies to them like, and it was a funny reply because they were like, well, unfortunately, there's a lot of assholes on our platform. But if you don't like mm-hmm. something, change the fucking channel. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and you, I didn't even get offended <laughs> by that. You know, I was just like, that's exactly the answer. I'm you about like to say. No one's forcing you. You're in your own house. You're tuned yep. into the internet. No yep. one is has strapped you, has used um, restraints, and some people use that kind of shit for their own thing. But yep. no one has done that. And and in you know, like in the movie Orwell's eighty four, where they're forcing your eyelids open to watch content. Get the fuck out of here. You don't like yeah, something? Exactly. Switch the goddamn channel. Simple yep. as that. But these fucking what clowns- kind of dumb fuck will walk, will go around the internet chasing down things to be offended by? Sorry, but that's just yeah. a dumb exactly. fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Who does that shit? If it offends you so bad, you're a fucking adult. Tune out. Tune it's easy. Turn out. it off. <laughs> Yeah, and for for Odyssey to back me up in that way, and, and the funny thing is, Anne made a video about that, and it like I was laughing I'm like hell yeah, Odyssey. I even tweeted back at them, good shit, and yep. uh, and it it was actually awesome because I had warned Odyssey when I came over to Odyssey. I go look, came over here. I just got banned from YouTube. I have Sean Atwood and Uncle Terrence, the fucking drag queen. Uh, following me trying to cancel me here and they messaged me once saying look here's our rules and this is it and i go well i don't do any of that and they're like well you should be good and they had my back so this is kind of why i've been faithful to them in a sense because they do let me say whatever the fuck i want yeah have been good and then when i've had issues i you know, message your admin team and they get back to me pretty quick. So yeah. I, feel, I feel I owe them at least that at the, at the very least, uh, because they did have my back and I just hope they continue to get better. They did. I did like how they, you're able to schedule streams now, you know, before you weren't able to do that. So if someone wanted to watch a stream, you didn't know when they were going to go live or not. Yep. And now you can actually uh, schedule it which is nice. 
So if someone wants to tune in, they know exactly when that's going to transpire. Yeah. Do you do that through StreamYard or do you do it through Odyssey? Because I don't, still don't have the option to go live on Odyssey. Yeah, uh, I'll show you. Why don't um, – I'll call you tomorrow morning. It'll be morning my time. It'll be evening for you. And I'll show you how to do it on Odyssey. Yep. Okay. We'll do, cool. We'll do we'll do like a Skype call and I'll walk you right through it. It's very very super easy. I do it uh, through Streamlabs. Yeah. Yeah. And because I was you thinking if I just yeah if I hook up the my link to Streamlabs then I might be able to do it through there. But under uh, Odyssey itself, I have no option to go live at all. You so, are you on Odyssey right now? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at Odyssey right now. Go to the uploads section. Yep, publish or, yeah, okay, upload. Do you see live? Go live. Hang on, it's not working at all for me. Hang on, there we go. Uh, no, it says video, audio, or post. How many, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get on to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But if you need whatever credits you need, I'll, I'll pass them over to you. Uh, I think you need a minimum of 50 credits. So, now I've got 288. Oh, then you should be good. I don't know. I, like I mean. should be all right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's happening with it, but I just can't. I haven't got any option to go live right now. So. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do that tomorrow and then just screen share so I see what you're looking at and I'll, I'll walk you right through it. Yep. I'll leave my computer on. That'll be tonight for me sometime. Yeah. Um, unless it's um, like, what time is it now for you? It's eight twenty one PM. Anywhere from five PM would be my morning. I'm trying to work out what time a, a good time. <laughs> yeah. um, what, what time is it over there right now? It's twelve twenty two PM. So lunchtime, twelve twenty two. So in eight hours from now. It'll be eight thirty. Yes, I'll be up. Yep. Okay, so I'll leave eight the hours on. from now, my time would be, fuck, I got to do the math. Okay, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. So around 4.30 my time. 4.30 my Oh, is that too early for you? No, shit. Is it? Okay. God, I'm confused. My brain hurts. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same at the Let's moment. I'm... Oh, no, 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 no. 4.30 a.m., Fuck, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, it'll be four o'clock a.m. Ah, uh, damn it! I won't be up that early. How about? How about? Can you record a little video and send it to me? Just a private one, showing me what you do, and then send it to me on Skype. Can you yeah, do that? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll walk you right through it. Yeah. Yeah, if you can I'll do, do a video, um, explaining what you do and showing me what you do. And then um, tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'll go straight to Skype and look for a message from you with the video or whatever in there. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah I'll do it that way. That sounds even better right there. Yeah, because yeah, I was doing the math. I'm like, God damn, that's 4.30. And if it was during the week, that'd be fine because I'm up by that time. But tomorrow's Sunday for yeah. me and I'm going to be sleeping. Sleeping, <laughs> yeah. I would too, especially if yeah. you work all week. Yeah, that's too damn weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so well, just send it, and I'll get it during the night, and then I'll look at look for it in the morning. So sounds both 
audacious. Lovely. Uh, well, what what kind of what kind of song should I end the stream with tonight? Or hey, today? how about "Don't Worry, Be Happy"? Don't worry, Bobby McFerrin. Yeah, right, Bobby McFerrin. I shall look for it. All right. I think it's see. a good way to end the show, just on a little happy note that everyone goes away. Yeah, so people don't get depressed. Of, yeah. Because <laughs> as depressing as things look right now, honestly, it will get better. Don't. Are are you are you talking about the Bob Marley one? Don't worry, be happy. Bobby McFerrin, his name is. Yeah, he's because I, um, I I know Bob Marley did did one. No, there's a Bobby McFerrin. I think his name is Bobby. Don't worry, be happy, Bobby. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh shit! Ads on fucking YouTube. All right, Miss Head. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank it you was, for having me. Well, it's always a treat. Yeah. And always, always a pleasure to have you on. And uh, where can people find you, young lady? I'm Heaven Sent on YouTube and I'm Hev Truth Seeker everywhere else, including Twitter, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All righty. It's thank always you. enjoyable to be on your show, Wheezy. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've always been 100% supportive, and I can't thank you enough. And you are a true, true beloved friend. Same right back at you, Wheezy. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, okay. Well, thank you take you. care, and I'll just jump off now and let you finish up the show. All right, yeah, I'm just gonna put that little jam up, but I will. I'll, I'll record that video. So. Yep, and uh, give my I'm love to your sure family. Why, but I'll I'll record it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, and much love to you. And I hope you continue to get better, and your health gets better. Yes, I do too. I'm sure I'm on my way to being better. So, okay, good. Love right. you all. Thank you. Love Bye. You. Good night. Or good day. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. Talk see you, Weezy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. What?